Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, the show where you get comics and you get sports. And today we're going to be getting some comic stuff because it is commentary time once again. And in honor of the 20th anniversary of this tremendous, tremendous film, flick, film, whatever you want to call it, we will be watching Batman Forever. And to help me get through it, I got my buddy Kevin. How's it going? He's back. And Mike Leapock, how's it going? It's going pretty well. All right. This is the usual crew that come out for the for the commentaries. Um, 20 years since Batman Forever came out, since this this fantastic film starring Val Kilmer came out. His his career has pretty much ended since... Uh, you, you keep using that word. It, I don't think that word means what you think it means. <laughs> Which one? Tremendous? F- yeah, fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. <movie. laughs> Oh, just remembering that scene from the first Harry Potter movie where, you know, the, the you should not be named did great things, terrible things, but great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 20 years. God. Call him. That's, no, wait. That's too obvious. Uh, Jay Shoemaker. <laughs> yeah. Um, this one is actually not as bad as the other one that Joel Schumacher did. Oh, no, just, this one you know, is like, way, way better. I, I actually really enjoyed this as a kid. I'm really looking forward to this. I, I loved this movie when it came out. Like, it's, I was, Yeah, I, I was so into this movie. It's campy, and it's got nonsense, like Dutch tilts and whatnot, but you know what? And, like, the, any scene, pretty much, like, any scene with Nicole Kidman in it is pretty much a terrible scene, but uh, not, and not any fault of Nicole Kidman's. It's just they didn't give her made up character anything to do in this movie so uh I, like i don't i don't lay it squarely at her feet it was it was a poorly written script for a female and they they essentially just had to shoehorn a female into this movie otherwise yeah, if there's one thing that batman do, movies surely do well it's batman's love interest oh god yeah they've never quite got that right even in the uh <laughs> rachel yeah even in no, they, even... they did get it right once when they blew her up yeah i mean and <laughs> They always get a Mrs. Tom Cruise to play. Oh God, oh. Mila Kunis, that was awful. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Mila Kunis. Katie Holmes. No, Katie. I mean, yeah. Katie Holmes. Katie yeah. Holmes and this one. <laughs> there have been two Mrs. Tom Cruises playing uh, Batman love interest type ladies. Um, do you remember the first time you saw this? Let's start with Kevin. Uh, today. Really. What? <laughs> Shut up. No, I was the kid who only had like six uh, VHS tapes growing up, uh, other than the Disney one. So if I wanted to watch something live action, I'd, uh, I kind of had Stockholm Syndrome and watched uh, Batman and Robin over and over and over again and never saw this. That's madness. That's pure madness. Yeah, and that's the person I am today. So this is the second time you're watching Batman Forever? No, this is the first time. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Good. Right now. <laughs> oh, my great good lord. Uh, Mike Leapock, do you remember the first time you watched this one? Uh, not not specifically, no, but I, I think I actually saw it in theaters. Yeah, I, did, I, I didn't see this one in theaters. I don't think... I, I know my brother went to see Batman and Robin in theaters for like a birthday or something with his buddies, but I don't think... I never saw any of this era Batman, the, the 90s, 80s era Batman. I never saw any of those in the theaters. This one, I, I definitely own the VHS of it. I had the VHS of Batman Forever because so I was a big Jim Carrey fan at the time. Oh, when, sure. You know, everybody was a big America Jim Carrey was. fan. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, North America, anyway, was a oh, big sure. Jim Carrey fan. Uh, this is kind of when he's at his his peak, though, because this is pretty much right after uh, 
Ace Ventura, isn't it? When he's kind of at his apex. There. Yeah, it's right around the mask, too. Yeah, people like the mask. Was this before or after Cable Guy? I think I this was before. before. Okay. I feel, yeah, I feel like it was before Cable Guy, too. But let's take... Let's see yeah, if we this can, is I, right after the mask. Mask was 94 and this was 95, so this is the next thing he did. Yeah, yeah, the Cable Guy was the year after. He did he did Batman Forever, then he did the Ace Ventura sequel, then he did the Cable Guy, which everybody hated, and then he did Liar Liar, which I still think is his funniest movie, quite frankly. Um, well, without further ado, what do you say we get into this? So line up your your DVD, your Blu-ray, your streaming, whatever you got to do to get this one going. I am pressing play now. So there we go. You didn't say uh, absolute zero. Absolutely. Yeah, I could have had it. I said it's absolute zero. So there we go. The Warner Brothers shield is up. And there it goes, morphing into the bat symbol. I remember seeing that the first time. Hey, this is a notable uh, movie because there are uh, no nipples on that bat symbol. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) We don't get that till later. I love it. Three minutes. (laughs) I mean, it it said a Tim Burton production, but Tim Burton did have. they, They just, that's a excuse me producer credit right yeah i was actually really surprised to see that i was like i thought he had absolutely nothing to do with this once i thought well i thought he was on for like 20 minutes and then they gave him the boot well no there's no way he was sitting on a the set of this one right no but i mean like when they were like even in pre-pre-production yeah i think because i mean he did maybe setting a few things up but not really any and then they gave him the boot he did build the the popularity of Batman with the 1989 one, and and I mean Batman Returns. I, like I would argue Batman Returns is a worse movie than this. Is more unwatchable than this one because Batman Returns is. So this is actually pretty cool when you, you get to see Batman uh, suiting up for the first time, and you get to see the armory. I mean, it's all shiny and chromy for some reason, and not at all like Batman. And Joel Schumacher shows you a close up of Batman's dick for some reason. And then classic. And it's then like we, you know what? Okay, everyone's been w- wondering what his dick looks like close up. We're just gonna get that right out of the bat. Yeah. You know, answer that question and then move on to the real movie. What do you think of this Batmobile? Because it, it's kind of like they took the Anton first Batmobile from the 1989 one and like I don't, added like some sort of weird. The the shape is kind of fun, but it's kind of like, all right. So how can I make my car look more like a giant dildo? Yeah, it does look a little bit like that. Have you seen the new uh, one that they're going to be doing for the Suicide Squad movie and the uh, the Batman Superman one? Oh, yeah. I kind of like it. It looks like this era of Batman, like the Anton first Batman, the 1989 Batmobile, had a baby with uh, Chris Nolan's Tumblr Batmobile, which I never liked. Yeah. Oh, Dutch Tilt right out the gate. Look at this. Are you sure not, we're not watching Batman and Robin right now? No, no, yeah. I mean, like... <laughs> There's so many colors. This movie's identical. So now, this is so weird, because this is the only part of the movie where Two-Face is Two-Face. This speech right here, this is actually kind of cool, because, like, he does this, like... Like, you actually get to see the duality of Harvey Dent as Tommy Lee Jones, you know, does, does this, you know, this little speech here. This is actually really well done problem is after he flips this coin he's never two-faced again and then he just acts like the joker for the rest of the movie 
and you never see Harvey Dent. And it's just him being like, I'm crazy and I'm going to try to kill the Batman. But like, I don't know, like, this is all good stuff here. Like, this is actually. I mean, I don't know. I, I never liked, even as a kid, I never liked that they gave him this weird, like, Purple. pink, purpley <laughs> face. I don't know. I don't, I don't ever fully understood I that. But I, I, I kind of was into it because, I mean, I never read any of the comics, but I did watch the 1990s cartoon. Yeah. And his face is, isn't it like purple or whatever in there? It's like a kind of a bluish thing. It's yeah. certainly crazy in the But it's the definitely cartoon. colorful. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, no, that totally works for me. The There we go. I have an ooze vibe from him right now. Yeah, because and like I said, he's never so like he 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 rocks that speech and flips the coin and he makes the coin, you know, makes the decision based on the coin toss, and it actually looks like two face. And he's actually doing two facey boy, that's some bad <laughs> that's pretty bad that's some bad oh my Tim god that's Tim Burton animation on that slide in here I am one thing I never got also as as a kid was why in God's name Nicole Kidman had like why her character had so much like why is she here yeah I was about to ask that like like, like, like why, why did he fall right in front of her and immediately you know start paying attention to her like she's a real person yeah and, and like, and like he, he's just he's just in, investing in that right like he wants to hit that later i guess yeah and like we we see like commissioner gordon there said pat hingle and back as commissioner gordon for the third time he was the only one who was in all three or all four actually that's not true him and michael go the alfred were in all four of this era <laughs> but and he all- said something like She's a criminal psychologist. I asked her to step in on this one. Like, why would you do that at the crime scene? When <laughs> it's like while it's happening. Yo, criminal yeah. psychologist, figure out what this guy's motivation is right before we shoot him in the head. Well, yeah. is it like a hostage negotiation thing? Because it kind of seemed like it. Because I, I can see that. I guess. I mean, it's just like it, it's it's obviously for no other reason than to set up oh, them of course. you know the, the the relationship but okay, it's just here's, here's, being a batman forever here's my first criticism watch this hilarious it. wrecking ball here though all right no 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 like watch how it stops when she turns around and starts talking <laughs> and then batman just walks away and she turns around like he's all surprised like he disappeared but you clearly you just watch him walk away like yeah <laughs> This isn't some like magical Batman disappearing thing like he usually does. He just left casually. I did kind of like that they had the two face masks in this one because that that's something they always do in the comics. I was about books. to comment on that. It looks like a Deathstroke mask almost. Yeah, a little bit. It does look very Deathstrokey in this one. I, I mean, the neon and the guns is an interesting touch, and that's pretty shoe mockery. But I don't know. I kind of like that when, when they wear the two face masks because they do that in a lot in the comic books where you know. The gangs, like like all the henchmen, kind of affiliate themselves with whatever bat, bad guy, and so they wear like you know penguin symbols or whatever. So these guys wearing the two face masks is pretty cool, and they do that in all the, all the video games and stuff too. I feel like oh, yeah. Two Face was like, okay, so how can we rob a bank, and also have a rave at the same time? Yeah. They do look like that, and it gets even worse later when they go to fight those guys in that like alley with the day glow makeup and stuff on it. <laughs> right right <laughs> but uh greasy hair. but like look how look how, <laughs> look at how bad these fight scenes are though compared to the fight scenes we get now 
<laughs> like, this looks terrible. Like, what is this guy doing? Now, that was Batman right there, where he doesn't let him fall down the... Uh... He looks ridiculous running here, though. But, uh... <laughs> but uh, that was Batman, where the guy was easily going to fall down the elevator shaft to his death, and he grabbed him and threw him away so that he didn't die. Whereas, I remember Michael Keaton in the 1989 Batman threw that guy like down the middle of a bell tower to his death. <laughs> that was a big thing. And in, in the, the, the Tim Burton ones compared to the Schumacher ones is Tim Burton's like Michael Keaton would actually kill dudes <laughs> in his Batman movies. One of my favorite uh, comedy sketches I've seen about Batman though, is it's you know, Batman's going around and it's, it's kind of like the, the, you know, he's, he's going around and he's knocking out all of the, the henchmen and stuff. And he gets to the Joker and the Joker's like, oh, you're going to kill me, Batman? He's like, no, I never kill anyone. And he's like, seriously? Because that guy right there that you just punch in the head? Yeah, he's dead. Like, you can't just knock people out. That's not something that they do. You don't punch people and they just fall unconscious. Like, you know, a lot of the, they're dead. If, if they wake up, they've got serious permanent injuries. Yeah, the line that I always used was, Batman doesn't kill people, he just puts them in the hospital for the rest of their lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which some would argue is much worse than actually dying <laughs> as, they have, as they spend the rest he of their lives. Like for death. Yeah, rehabbing. <laughs> rehabbing broken spines. Look at how terribly set-driven this, or not, not just set-driven, but you can tell us... Uh... This is yeah, almost this... exactly shot for shot the the opening of uh, <laughs> Yeah, a little bit, but I mean that was the thing that um, Schumacher did that Burton never did was he he would do these like Indiana Jonesy uh, James Bondian intros for Batman where you know Batman would do a you'd see him as Batman and fight crime up front, which I which you know credited whoever wrote the script and credit to Schumacher for doing that because it was a lot better than the beginnings of Batman, like the two Tim Burton ones. Like if you remember the beginning of Batman returns, we, we spend like 15 minutes watching a baby carriage stroll through the sewers of Gotham. Right. Yeah. Like, what is Penguin's happening? Origin story. Yeah. I thought he got this was really Batman. wet and then he became a supervillain. Yeah. And he was, <laughs> and I mean, oh, you yeah. got to see Batman kind of do like a, a detective or, or, not detective but like a Batman quick thinking type thing where he grabbed that guy's ear, you know, his earpiece when they were in the thing and he, you know, it would allow him to, his hearing aid and it would allow him to hear so he could pick the lock and stuff and get them, pretty cool. get them out of there. Like that, that's kind of Batman-y. Like, why is, it, why is she here? Like, why is, why is Dr. Chase Meridian at a crime scene right now? Yeah, like, why did she, she burst through the door? Yeah. yeah All right, man, charge. Send the blonde girl, the unarmed blonde girl first. Yeah. She looks like she jumped out of bed, still in her nightgown, put on a jacket and some makeup and went out the door. Yeah. I don't remember who it was. I want to say it was like Kevin Smith or, or Bernard and on their commentary for this. They described her as like, she, she's essentially a Bond girl in this one where like, like, you remember how in, uh, what was that stupid movie, World is Not Enough, how uh, Denise Richards was like a nuclear physicist when she was 23 or something like that and was... Uh... Like, I mean, I don't know. I, did, I... Well, she's one of those just completely replaceable people, right? You yeah. could cast her with literally anyone or anything um 
and it would just be the exact same. Yeah, like you can really tell on the close-ups of these ones, uh, uh, the close-ups of this helicopter that they're clearly on a set because it looks exactly like when, like those close-ups we did in the Starship Troopers commentary we did, where it's like <laughs> they're clearly on a set with like Teamsters shaking this this like <laughs> this helicopter is like I do not get paid. I do like this, this is the best line in the movie right here though from Batman when he goes, "You need help, Harvey." That's so good. That's Batman. That was probably his most Batman moment in this movie when he when he oh, had really that say it right after he burst through a window. Oh, the, the club. club. <laughs> was there anything more '90s than the club? <laughs> yeah, my grandfather had one of those. I remember he had he had the club in. Uh, he fell for that nonsense. <laughs> Can you do that club a helicopter? <laughs> Would that even work? I don't Dude, know. Helicopters have steering wheels. <laughs> this one did. Two like, don't they just have like, joysticks. Well, it was like a cut. Well, it was like a custom Two Face one because look, he's got his own custom Yin Yang parachute, and he had that same symbol on the side of right into the Statue of Liberty, the helicopter, which is in Gotham for some reason. Yeah, yeah I, I, I did Gotham not know the Statue of Liberty was in Gotham. Yeah. Man, that's a terrorist attack. Yeah. That's a pretty strong opening, though. I will say that. That's a pretty strong opening for 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 this movie. <laughs> for a cheesy comic book movie. Did they rewind this? No, no, I remember they did. Okay, and then you see the two fair, like the two face burn up on the Statue of Liberty. Oh God, look at this awful CG. Oh my God. There's. <laughs> oh my God, this is like the opening to Civ Two. Yeah, they're so proud say, of it. Yeah, it feels like Civ Two, like Spider Man, the animated TV show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's exactly what it looks like, and like, I. And this is where you get the, uh, you really get the Joel Schumacher feel all over that because it's got all those giant, like, fascist statues and stuff. Like, um, like, can we go back, like, 30 seconds and pretend I said this over the sweeping CG scene? This is mainframe. Yes. <laughs> My home. Pretty much what it looked like. Uh, and here's Jim Carrey. With a bobblehead of himself. Yeah, or a bobblehead of, of what is to become. Foreshad- <laughs> this, is, this is what counted for foreshadowing in a Batman movie in 1995. <laughs> and there's Ed Begley Jr. Yep. Probably drove his electric car to the building. I love how his station is powered so by my own cars than all the other ones. My own self satisfaction. Yeah. <laughs> Double breasted, not a great look on you, Val Kilmer. Well, three <laughs> buttons is a little 90s, Mr. Wayne. <laughs> this is. This scene was always a little baffling to me, as, even as a young kid when I watched this, because essentially what happens is Jim Carrey, like as Edward Nigma says, I have an idea, and then tells Bruce Wayne his idea, and Bruce says, great, drop a plan, and then he goes, I need you to give me an answer now, and he goes, well, it's no if you want me to ask now, <laughs> but if you yeah. keep going, it could be a yes, and then because he didn't get his his no right away he becomes a super villain i don't know to me that just never yeah it seems to me like the batman i like would have like half of that conversation and just make a mental note like this guy is probably a mad scientist keep tabs on that yeah (laughs) i mean who um i don't know what prop guy approved this thing (laughs) what even is that is he making meth yeah, yeah there's like meth in a blender on top of the head. He's like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like okay, you know the, those hats that you wear at ball games where you can put like the beer in the top and the yeah, foam in your mouth. This is the version for meth. Yeah, 
I had an extremely high. <laughs> and I guess this was just like a real 90s thing where, you know, like, we'll just tape up Blunder to a bunch of stuff and it'll look like a, you know, something I got. Like a, I think there, there's literally like a hand blender like things on top of that. <laughs> yeah, they're beaters. There's egg beaters on the top there, it looks yep. like. And they're like, <laughs> we'll just, you know, tap, strap a bunch of kitchen supplies and it'll look like he MacGyvered some sort of thing. Ooh, the bat symbol. And it, it'll look like he he MacGyvered some sort of. Why is he working in this scientist? Like like is Gotham just perpetually night that he is visiting this facility when it's late enough that they can put the bat signal up? Yeah, it's it's always night, and there's always a ton of light coming in the windows. <laughs> yeah, but it's it, it's what it is. It's the crippling pollution. <laughs> I guess yeah, that's yeah. fair. <laughs> is this some sort of power play from him i need an answer now yeah and it doesn't make sense and like bruce gave him some time and said do what my plan like like come up with the plans and stuff and we'll we'll see this through ed and then the guy's just like you know and that's john favreau by the way yep. who just you just saw john favreau's face there he was like bruce's assistant i was wondering yeah that was absolutely uh john favreau yep Yeah, like this, I don't know. They, and this is what counts for a comic book villain origin in, like, <laughs> in 1995. I gave you 45 seconds. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> what more like, do you he, want from me? There's, like, more, what? It's just, there's more naked men, statues of men. I'd almost prefer Joel that. Joel all over the, the Though, set design of this say, um, Seeing the Spider-Man origin scene <laughs> for, like, eighth time. Oh, God, yeah. This is actually kind of, like, I mean, it looks terrible, and it's really... It's really '90s, but the the tube that from his office that you know somehow gets him to like a, a secret bat cave. I assume he has under Wayne. How do you build that tube? <laughs> yeah, Wayne Enterprises, and then really you know, so on that door. <laughs> yeah, so he can set it. Up. I I, I don't know. I I kind of dug it when I was a kid. I kind of dig it now. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's again. hilarious. It is. Well, it's pretty hilarious. It's a super fun happy slide, and the door opens. It's like fire sparks and stuff. Everyone's like, maybe we should look into getting that fixed. Yeah, it's it's essentially like the bat poles, but you know, a, li a little better than you know, pushing a button behind a bust of Shakespeare and then jumping down the poles like Adam West used to do. But you know, what, considering how clearly the bat symbol projects and how low it shows up, I'm pretty sure I have something to that whole crippling pollution. Nipples on the thing. bat suit. Okay, so Nicole Kidman's back here in her she lingerie. Changed. She's still wearing that nightgown. <laughs> no, she's in. She's wearing no, she's lingerie. In, she's in something hotter. Yeah, she's in the lingerie now. I don't know if she. That might be the same overcoat, but like. Oh, it's a slightly different gown. Well, <laughs> no, that lace on the last one. But she somehow has access. This criminal psychologist, who you know, I don't know, should be working at Arkham Asylum or something, is somehow has access that she is on the roof of. The police station where the bat signal lives. Like, why is he here? Or why is she here? This doesn't make sense. Why does she have all this access? This doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I kind of want to be like, all right, Pierce, go try to get on the roof of your local police station. See well, what happens. Yeah, and it wouldn't even be that. It'd be like my, my dad. My dad's a doctor, right? He's got credentials. They'll just let him. Well, he's a doctor. They'll just let him walk right up on the roof of the police station, right? Like, <laughs> Summon Batman. Yeah. <laughs> you get up, you start constructing a giant light thing. I gotta be Batman! And, like, look how horribly set-driven this roof is. Why is that thing rotating? 
Yeah, and like she doesn't know how to work it properly. Like the yeah. statue face in the background, just photo bombing this scene. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. What is? Oh my god, it makes no sense. So is she just literally trying to seduce him here? Because yeah, kind of talking she's, over it. She's a capist. She's trying. To, she just wants to fuck Batman. She has no idea she, who he is. I'm pretty sure she. Actually here's the most chief wiggamy moment of all time. As. Commissioner Gordon shows up in his jammies and essentially like, it's a good thing you drifted by this brothel. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the third scene in which someone has shown up in pajamas, basically. Yeah. Here's an incredibly not Batman line right here. Like the, This is kind of cool, though, him like descending into the Batmobile, but like Batman would never say this. Oh, God, Batman would never be that sexist. <laughs> like, what did I say? He goes, he just goes, I, I kind of half expected him to jump off all curled up trying to conceal his boner. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, my, well, he's got the, the codpiece boner, <laughs> like that Schumacher put on him. He's like, I can't stand straight up or else I'll hurt it. <laughs> my suit is too rigid. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Bends over at the waist. He's just like, yeah, bends over the waist, limping around. <laughs> That's a great line, right? What's going on here? Yeah, by Bagley Jr. and then Jim Carrey. He gets the immediately. Jim Carrey's hero shot. Coffee pot. <laughs> and I love the fact that he busted in and was like, because Gotham perpetually at night, we have no idea. Like, like Bruce Wayne could have just left like twenty minutes ago. So he's like, "What the hell is going on here?" And it's like, dude, he just left ten minutes ago. You don't know. It's still dark out. Yeah, it's twelve thirty. He just came from lunch. Mm-hmm. Look how ridiculous all this is. Oh, look how happy they are with this CG. You know, you're you're complaining about the... Um... Oh man, the Oculus Rift. <laughs> yeah, it's essentially what it is. You're, you're complaining about the origin story, but clearly he was already a supervillain. I mean, he went yeah. from being rejected, kind of, yeah, now he just has a garage. to like, yeah. beating someone. And they're playing him as like obsessive fan. He's essentially like swim fan. He's the swim fan of Batman villains because he's got all these like Bruce Wayne, you know, clip outs and stuff that he's from magazines that he's put up. So clearly he idolizes the guy and then he got hired by him and he was loving his job. But he did like that. He walked away from him in conversation one time, though. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, one time. And then then his next collection, his, his, his next uh, direction is to assault a man. Yeah. <laughs> With, like, the guy's like, I'm going to fire you. <laughs> Ed Begley Jr. tries to fire him and he concusses him with a coffee pot again something that could easily kill someone yeah i mean they really modeled him i mean and you'll see it later when he's in like the onesies and whatnot but they they like he's definitely invoking frank gorshin from the 60s with a little bit of jim carrey to the uh to it which i kind of dig but there's some scenes where you know jim carrey goes you know, he, he's he's always been a guy who chews the scenery and overacts, but like in this movie more than any other movie, I think. Yeah, yeah but it's still movie, kind of works. I was just like, yeah, no, this this guy's a, a perfectly fine Riddler. He's completely wacko and comic, like he is a comic book character. Yeah, the, which is why the mask was, I think, a better role than the Riddler. Because Batman, well, because I don't know, like they they really made it this one a bit more campy, so it was kind of like. They were trying to mix between Schumacher or between Burton's, uh, you know, 80s Batman and then the 60s Batman with Adam West. They were trying to find like a nice medium with this one. 
which they kind of do until they go to Batman and Robin when they just completely head into the direction of the 60s Adam West Batman. They might as well have had Adam West play Batman instead of Clooney in that one. <laughs> yeah. Clooney's a big get, though. Not at the, Yeah, he was at the time. because he was Well, he was still on ER at that time, though, I think, Clooney. Mm-hmm. That'll be another one. That would be a funny one to do with contract. And he goes straight to murder here with... Uh... Well, I think some, something happened with his... I can't remember what did that machine do. Did he like eat his memories or something like that? I don't know. Like there, there was a beam going between both of their heads, so I assume he ate his memories. Yeah, he. Yeah, the the the, the machine. I guess like it, it takes your brain waves and it puts them into his, so he learns everything that you happen to know. Which I don't know. I guess that would help you to beat Batman <laughs> some sort of way. <laughs> like, does that help you beat Batman if you have the knowledge of... Because the Riddler's already supposed to be a genius, right? So if you suck the brainwaves of non-geniuses, does that help you beat Batman? I don't... Well, is he, is he trying to beat Batman or is he trying to beat Bruce Wayne? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, he has no... He has no connection to Batman right now. He's just trying to beat Bruce Wayne, so... Oh, yeah, what is his motivation right now to make his machine work so that he can destroy Bruce Wayne and Wayne Enterprises? Like, No, I think he just wants to make his machine work, and that guy fired him, so he killed him. Also, he's he's just a crazy person. Yeah. Well, yeah, I feel like he's crazy. He's being used a lot as a character motivation. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. It's like, he's crazy, and we got Why Jim Carrey to play him. Bitch is crazy, okay? Yeah. Yep. He was two-faced for, like, 45 seconds, and that was just crazy. Yeah, that's true. He just... Slips into it. Now this scene is All right, we got Harvey Dent. This is where we get Harvey Dent's background. Here's some Harvey Dent. Dent. And this is actually He's close. He's got a thing of acid. <laughs> <laughs> I think Batman is... I forgot about Batman that. is in the courtroom in his suit. Like he was sitting there in his... Like he was watching the trial in his outfit, right? Like he's like, oh, I wonder how this one goes. <laughs> well. <laughs> he was just in the audience, like in the third row. <laughs> Pay no attention to me. I'm just the Batman. Oh my God! Oh. You have a right as as an American to face your accuser. <laughs> I guess, <laughs> assuming that was his accuser. Although that technically is closer to the origin of Two Face than Nolan did in The Dark Knight, right? Like, yes, it is. Th- yeah, like that. That's how it is. Uh, like uh, Boss Maroni takes the acid out of the jar when he's in court with Harvey Dent, chucks it in his face, and scars the one side of it. Now. Now, uh, this guy right here, um, uh, that's Michael Paul Chan, who is also in Batman and Robin. He's the scientist at the end that uh, is working at the, uh, oh, God, what do you call it? And Freeze tries to take the uh, oh yeah yeah the, the telescope. He's I guess. At the, yeah, he's one of the, the observatory? scientists hanging off the telescope. Yeah, he's one of the two scientists hanging off the, uh, the telescope, so... I guess Schumacher liked him because he brought him back for uh, the other one. <laughs> He's got stationary on his. That's pretty good. And I love the commission. Just like the commission looks at him like, "Yeah, suicide." Congratulations. Do the classic suicide of take a rolling chair to the window and. Oh my god, that's hilarious! And then this woman, who's his assistant. um... She was also, and she was the other scientist in that scene. Oh, so yeah? She, yeah, Schumacher brought them both back for, uh, I guess, I guess they just, 
they're just two people that he liked because he had brought the right them both combination back. Of talented and forgettable, that the, that he could reuse them. I suppose, but like Michael Park Chan's been in tons of stuff. You just don't necessarily know because he does a lot of voice work in cartoons and stuff. Wow, I already saw that riddle. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> I remember as a kid even being like that this was the one that I got right away. Yeah, like, it's oh. a clock. I was like, it's a clock. I'm so smart. <laughs> like, the walking clock? Yeah. I'll wager you some variety of walking clock underneath that box. Oh, my God. I don't know. It makes us it, 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 kind of easy riddles, too, right? Like, And they don't really test the... Uh, oh, sure. I mean, this is a movie for 10-year-olds. Well, it's supposed <laughs> to be. Twist it. Except we got that close-up of Batman's dick earlier in the movie. Yeah, well... You know. Hey, kids! <laughs> and, you know, their mom. what is this apartment? <laughs> like... That seems like a makeshift, I want to say, alleyway between two real buildings? Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. Like, the brick back and, uh... It looks like if he walks... Tarp up front? Yeah, it looks like behind this machine he would have a secret door with a hole in the ground that he could throw a chick into. Although, considering they hit the Statue of Liberty, that means they're in Manhattan, which means this thing probably still costs, like, four grand a month. Yeah. All Even if it's between two buildings, someone shows up to collect the money. And like, wouldn't like it just shows the Riddler like gluing stuff together? Wouldn't his fingerprints have been all over? That? <laughs> like, wouldn't the cops have been able to be like, or Batman, you know, the world's greatest detective, have been been able to dust it and be like, oh, it's Edward Nigma. I'm gonna go punch him right in his stupid face. Yeah, like, yeah ah, it's a ri- it's a riddle. He's clearly too smart to have his yeah. fingerprints all over these things, so I wouldn't even bother looking. Although it is constantly night, so maybe it wasn't even yesterday. Maybe it was earlier today. Yeah. <laughs> and Wayne Manor apparently has no security that, <laughs> or, or cameras that he can just go up to the thing and leave his... Yeah, that's Edward Nygma. Oh, There man. he is, on his bike. Well, I got a lot of... Like, there's there's video footage of Edward Nygma dropping off the clue, and his fingerprints are all over it, so... Yeah, I remember that guy. I'm the world's greatest detective. I figured out the Riddler's true identity. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this turtleneck. Oh, my goodness. Good luck. Batman driving himself. That's a little weird. And what is this? Why are there cops, like, in the front? I guess that's supposed to be security for that. What is this building? I love every building in this city as a cathedral. Yeah, there's another, yeah, there's another Dutch tilt. He just took a quick trip to Rome. Yeah, this is exactly what it looks like. And again, here's Batman, the world's greatest detective. Unable to, <laughs> unable to discern between a woman working out and a woman being attacked. Also unable to open a door and just knock it down. Yeah. Why do you have a heavy bag in your office, Dr. Chase Meridian? Also, be more surprised that this man just kicked your door down. Yeah. Like, like, oh, hello. Hello. (laughs) I was expecting you. Oh, my God. And they're, like, they're building, like, I, I just... Any scene that she's in, it's pretty pitiful. Is it Dr. Chase Meridian? Yeah, she's supposed to be Dr. Chase Meridian. Is there any more soap opera name? <laughs> Her name is Constance Justice. Yeah, like, oh man. But Murder. I... <laughs> the Celeste Cunningham story. <laughs> but I mean, like, they're building a, I don't know if you noticed this either, Miller, but they're building a Lois Lane relationship. Oh no. Yeah, I, I picked that up. For Batman, which is just doesn't work no it does not work for batman like it absolutely works for superman because superman is 
a god that has come from a different planet who has been and, sent and to save us all. playing at being a person. <laughs> yeah, and is playing at being a person, whereas Batman is the fucking Batman, right? <laughs> I never got that one right away. I had to have Batman explain to me that the answer to that riddle was a match. I actually did get that. Yeah. Well, when I was a kid, I never got that one. I got the one later about, like, chess pawns or something like that. Hey, listen, spoilers. I'm watching this for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is... We're, we're quizzing. Oh, yeah, we should have said, said, said spoiler alert on the 20th anniversary of this particular flick. <laughs> hey, listen. I haven't seen Titanic. I don't know what happens. <laughs> Eris dies. Oh, oh, my God. Like, any time <laughs> these two... The 20th anniversaries. Any time these two get together, it's terrible. Oh, my God. This is some terrible dialogue. I will say this though, mid '90s Nicole Kidman, very attractive. Yeah, she's very, she's still very attractive. Although oh, she's sure. kind of rocking that like fake English accent that I don't much care for. Oh sure. And uh, I love the way he says, "I see you've got a thing for bats," and then she goes, "It's an inkblot test. People see what they want to hear. That is clearly a bat." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is actually just a bat. Yeah, that is actually just a like, watercolor painting. Of a bat. That There's no not... Rorschach in there. It's just bat. Yeah, like, oh, man. I've always been pretty sketchy about Rorschach things, because every time I look at him, I'm like, it's a creepy, stupid face. Hasn't that been... Also, that's Zachary? a creepy, stupid face. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think anyone actually uses Rorschachs anymore. Yeah, I'm fairly certain that's been to Swiss. Like, I'm, I'm no... I'm no well, Dr. it's just Chase like a word Lee. association thing now. Yeah. I'm it's no like, Dr. like, oh, well, that's interesting. Anyway, on to something a bit more... <laughs> But yeah. I'm fairly certain it's dismissed as quackery, much like what, what uh, phrenology or whatever, the thing where it's like, if your oh, brain yeah. is a certain size, it means you're more aggressive. Than <laughs> oh, yeah. Crap like that. Yeah, that they feel your head and look for lumps. Yeah. You've got the brain pan of a stagecoach. <laughs> oh, my God. Another giant statue of a dude. Hippodrome. <laughs> he, uh... The same shot. You remember this shot, Miller? He Why uses, does this keep happening? <laughs> yeah, he uses the exact same uh, pull-out More shot. More statues of dudes. Yeah. He Why are the... there was like vaguely tribal men half naked banging on drums in this city? <laughs> yeah. Well, in Schumacher's world, there is. But like, he used the same pull-out shot in. Uh... There's this lady. <laughs> yeah, it's Gossip Gertie. <laughs> The, the character's name is Gossip Gertie. The woman playing her is Elizabeth Sanders. She is the real life, or was the real life wife of Bob Kane, the man who created Batman. Oh, okay. Which That's explains cool. why she gets so much screen time and lines yeah. and hero and shots. Yeah. Why does this guy look familiar? Speaking of hero shots, like, I have no idea who this fucking guy is, but he's he gets a lot of screen time in this scene. This was kind of a nice nod that they're, you know, the Flying Graysons are all wearing... You know, the old-school bare-legged Robin costume. That's pretty good. But yeah, I, I, I did like that. I, I always thought that was pretty cool. And as a kid, you would like to... I remember going like... <gasps> you know? <laughs> They're wearing the red and green! So wait a minute. Do we literally get to see his parents die? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> but, uh, Spoiler alert. Maybe not. Man, you don't yeah. know. Oh, maybe not. I don't know. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, oh, God. But, like... Even as a kid, I never liked the fact that Chris O'Donnell was like 37 years old in this movie. Yeah, as a grown-ass <laughs> man. Yeah, he's, he is a grown-ass man in this movie, so it's like... Yeah, he's like four years younger than Val Kilmer. Yeah. Adopt me! <laughs> Why would you be Robin, right? <laughs> like... Call me crazy, but I don't think that was Chris O'Donnell doing that stunt in that shot. 
And like, what, the timer plays. And like, what is with this like chair setup? Like that the, the guy next to like the, the that's George Wallace, the the black dude sitting next to uh, uh, Commissioner Gordon is comedian George Wallace, who's supposed to be the mayor. So it's the mayor, the commissioner, Doctor Chase Meridian, Bruce Wayne, and Gossip Gertie. For some reason, are all sitting in the same <laughs> row at this circus, like as if the circus is like a big insane event that Gotham does because it's televised too. The Riddler's watching it on TV. Why is the Riddler watching the circus on TV? It's very polite of the uh, audience and circus to be completely silent during that conversation, too. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Gasp. This I hope no one dies. Go wrong. Uh, Don't worry, son. <laughs> I can never die. <laughs> Is the fix in? Yeah, the fix is in. Oh, God. Jesus, that was, just brain that ringleader. <laughs> just brain that ringleader. That reminded me of in Arrested Development when that one cop would always show up a second late and crack the guy with the billy club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I love how we gave his son a knowing nod as if the, there's no way I can fail. Yeah. Slip. <laughs> Would, th- would any of this impress you if you were Batman? Marginally. Like, like I mean... Again, you put him on your watch list. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. If you see four people flipping around robbing banks, then you know who it probably is. <laughs> like, it's the Royal Flush Gang. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it could be the Royal Flush Gang. I'm sure there's some Elseworlds where the Flying Graces are the Royal Flush Gang. If not, I'm, I'm copywriting it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I like how there's still apparently a whole lot of people who don't realize that it's a villain. Yeah, <laughs> I like that Two Face thought enough to to make a ringleader Two Face style ringleader outfit for himself. Oh, he knew what he was. Doing. Yeah, yeah. He's like, guys, we're attacking. And again, the circus is televised for some reason in Gotham, because like this is where if, if the circus wasn't televised right now, the Riddler would have no idea. I guess would not know Two Face and would not know to go after him for help. I don't. As I told Mrs. Two-Face before I pulled her plug. I do enjoy the makeup. (laughs) (laughs) It just seems, I don't know, there's there's just something amazing about it. He's so melted and yet seems so healthy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, this is so dumb, because, like... Like Bruce Wayne would not be sitting here watching his buddy or his once friend Harvey Dent give this stupid speech. He would have already changed into Batman by now. Yeah. Like, like Two Face like flicks that little thing around. It like a real Batman would have Two Face would have been like, "You have," and then all of a sudden the batarang would have like knocked it out of his head. And there's another thing Batman never would have done in a million years, which is yep. just stand up and scream, "I'm Batman." <laughs> Like, Batman would already be fighting Two-Face if this was the real Batman. Miraculously, no one heard him then. <laughs> yeah. And, like, nobody notices, like, <laughs> Bruce Wayne just solid snaking dudes <laughs> And then these guys are like, we can stop him. We've got all these conveniently placed wires to zipline kick these guys. Yeah, we can zipline. We've never actually hit a person before. But... And, like, why is Two-Face having the bomb raised out of the building where it 
blows the top what off I the tent. Know is what yeah. their plan is. Like, what are they actually hoping to accomplish doing this? I don't know. I guess he thought, like, he's like, we'll take over the circus and we have... No, 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 The Graysons. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> oh, anyone, really. Yeah. But, like, like what was Two-Face? Two-Face, you and all your guys are in this tent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're where the bomb is. And, like, yeah, what is Two-Face's plan here anyway? To show up and then maybe one of... The people at the circus will be Batman, and will say, oh, "I'm Batman." Because <laughs> yeah, it's like so maybe we'll get lucky if we. Two Face blows himself up along with a whole bunch of other people. Batman For is pleased. reason. Movie at eleven. Yeah. Now this is where Two Face actually kills Dick Grayson's family. And this is like another non-Batman moment here. Like Batman, I, that was actually pretty Batman. Him flipping him. Batman would have caught. Two-Face had a secret trapdoor built beneath the beneath the thing. Batman would have caught one of these people, wouldn't he? Like, oh, Bruce, yeah, Bruce Wayne would have caught, like, he would have at least saved, like, his mom or his dad or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Just rolls off the side <laughs> of the building and onto a children's hospital. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit! It's a good thing they did this circus near the pier. <laughs> it's a good thing everything's always near the pier in God. Oh, <laughs> this is actually a pretty cool shot here when when you get the the look up of Christmas. Yeah, that's actually pretty cool. Is it? Well, I don't know. I thought I always thought that's pretty cool, and then you get to zoom in. That this close up is not really cool because he's again a thirty seven year old Robin. <laughs> grown-ass man yeah he's a grown-ass man because like it makes no sense makes him look younger and i never i never fully got the one thing i never got i never questioned it because it's a comic book thing but the one thing i never got was in the comic books because the comic book origin is essentially the same except instead of two-face it's uh one of boss it's uh tony zuko one of boss zuko's uh guys who just cuts the trapeze cord and the graysons fall to their death uh i never fully understood why the circus was like well, we're leaving town. This boy is your problem now, Gotham City. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, where was the where was the loyalty? Like, like, did no one in that circus care for any of the flying Graysons that they were just like, oh my god, I'm glad they're dead. Now, now we can get rid of their kid. <laughs> the answer is definitely no. Apparently, that kid was always a dick. I mean, look, he's 37 years old. He's pretending yeah. he's been 15 for <laughs> yeah. way too long. <laughs> oh god, this. I mean, this makes. Yeah, ironically, in the comics, they were treating him like a grown-ass man. <laughs> yeah, and it makes even less sense. Oh, yeah, it's like, we tried to fire you a decade ago. Yeah, and Don't it makes even less job. sense in yeah, this It's like, oh, we need to care for this kid now his parents are dead. Oh, wait, he's 37, never mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, why would he have to become a ward of the state and live with Bruce Wayne? And why would Bruce Wayne take him in? Like... Wait, when it's ten year old Robin in the first place, why would he even go there? Be like, This rich billionaire wants you to live in his house. Yeah. Also let your parents die. And maybe he's like, um, no thanks. I can <laughs> look, he's like, yeah. I can drive. Why didn't he do why didn't they have this scene at the actual like yeah. I don't know. Somewhere other than his estate? Oh, I have no idea. How's this Mad Max look though? Although this is the <laughs> one part of the movie that I remember. Because uh, uh, Val Kilmer just said the circus must be halfway to Metropolis by now. That's the first time in comic book movies, I think, that they did any kind of... Nod to the rest of the mythos. Yeah, nod to the, the rest of the universe. The other city in this universe. Yeah. 
that was the that was the I think that was the first time in comic book movies they ever did any kind of like oh yeah there's other cities and like other bad guys and Superman could technically show up and you know punch Two Face in the face punch him to the moon <laughs> now yeah, that would be an anticlimactic ending. and I love the way he has a car in this like like this this garage here that's that is clearly the Batmobile like it's just sitting there. <laughs> He's got it next to all of his Harleys. He's like, what car is that? Oh, it's the Batmobile. <laughs> hey, listen, I know I met you four minutes ago, but <laughs> let me let you in on a secret. Oh, I bought Batman's car. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. That's how much money I have. <laughs> Maybe you haven't heard of me. I am Money Man. Oh, you smooth criminal. Yeah. And like Al- Alfred whipped up this hamburger and whatever that other thing was. I don't know. It looked like a. It was a, yeah, big hamburger and onion rings and yeah, a, a, a goblet, goblet full of, goblet of milk. milk. Yeah, he had a goblet of milk. He whipped that up pretty fast. Yeah, man. God, now I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Every Bruce time, Bruce Wayne with more. I really want a goblet full of milk right now. Not even that. Milk. I just need an old man to bring me a burger. This is kind of ah, God. I hate it. Like this. This I felt like they never really got right. The tone of this stuff, of of his parents dying, they never really got this right. Especially in this scene with Schumacher, because there's like a. <laughs> like oh, yeah, there's the roses. I mean, the roses are straight out of, and the pearls are pearls, straight out yeah. uh, Frank Miller's Dark Knight Rises or Dark Knight Returns, I should say, and Year One. And then that's supposed to be the Joker. I mean, I guess that's technically a Joker cameo there in this universe. That though, right there, that shot, because that's actually the cover of Batman Year One that Frank Miller did with the the one with his parents. Cool. Yeah, lying face down in the one spotlight kind of on him as he was kneeling next to their bodies. That's really cool. This stuff, I think it was Mark Bernardin who basically claimed that it, on the commentary he did with uh, Kevin Smith that he, he said this funeral looks like a Madonna video. <laughs> <laughs> when you call my name. <laughs> this is what it yeah, looks a little like. bit. There's a lot of fog in this cathedral. Yeah. Also, this cathedral is actually a cathedral, so that's cool. Mm. It was a giant seven-foot fireplace. Although I am kind of half expecting one of those coffins to open up and then just, Thrilla! Thrilla! Yeah. Oh, God. I'm expecting the uh, song from The Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> and everything is in these giant buildings with so much, like, with these giant roofs. Oh, vaulted arches. Flying yeah. buttresses. <laughs> Oh god! Anytime they do these, this movie is about it's flying buttresses. Oh yeah. <laughs> Subtitle. <laughs> this is so bad too. Like any any of the scenes with Doctor Chase Meridian or any of the scenes where Batman's like they really made him emo Batman in this one, which I kind of didn't didn't care for because I was just like, why is Batman so sad? <laughs> like I realize his parents are dead, but it's you know it's. It's been 37 years. Robin almost owns a house. (laughs) 
then this scene. Oh my god, these scenes just keep going on. This this is some that they try to add um something to the Robin mythos in this one. Cause like they try to come up with the origin of the name, because in the comic books, Robin doesn't really have the origin. Like like his there's no origin to his name. It's just somebody in the 1940s said, Hey, let's give him a sidekick named Robin. Right, there was no, uh, there was never an explanation. Yeah, why he this, just... you just looked at the helmet? Is this a Robin? No, it's a shitty red brushed air red bird. <laughs> yeah, and he just goes like, "Is this a Robin?" And he's, uh, I think Chris O'Donnell says something along the lines of, "No, <laughs> no." He goes, "Yeah," and he goes, "I said when I saved my dad one time when he nearly fell, he said I flew in like a Robin or something like that," <laughs> which is one of the shittiest name origins of all time. <laughs> I flew in like a robin. <laughs> it's like nonsense. For like, what are they? And he's just telling him that he needs to take these broken wings and learn to fly again. <laughs> learn to fly so free. <laughs> uh, you're trying to make me sing now. <laughs> That's essentially what... Now here's a scene that, like, this is kind of cool. Like Batman's patrol in the city in the car. Although, like, Two-Face and his gang just kind of roll up on him. <laughs> it doesn't oh, really... There he is. And the slowest, one of the slower car chases of all time. <laughs> like, they're going, like, 20. It's a school zone. I, I guess. It's 2.30 p.m., Pierce. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> again, because... Yeah. And this this is a callback to... Uh... So, I, I seriously thought that was an old woman walking a baby at, like, goddamn midnight. Well, they did that I... in... That, I love that, the fact that Batman didn't slow down until he said, oh, it was Two-Face. Yeah. When it was just the old lady, he's like, yeah, I'm going to run this old lady down. Well, it was a callback to, because uh, they did the same thing in, in uh, Batman Returns. Remember, there was that terrible scene where Penguin takes over Batman's car, and he's just, like, driving it and, like, and smashing into stuff, and then all of a sudden, there's an old lady that Penguin's going to run over, and Batman figures it out at the last second and sl- Keaton slams on the brakes and doesn't run over the old lady. So they did that again for this one, but this time it was Two-Face with a rocket launcher. And he tried to kill Batman, but Batman dodged the it. The Batmobile crashed into like a cart full of watermelons and two guys carrying a pane of glass across the street. They did something similar to that in the first one. I remember he had a lettuce truck in the first one. <laughs> Amazing. My cabbages! They actually just, like, that car was going so slow that they actually sped up, like, like they're they're driving at like twenty miles an hour in these scenes, and then Schumacher's just speeding up the frame rate so that it's like it actually looks like yeah, he's like a guy walking by in the background. Just yeah, movie. like this is pretty bad. And I remember even as a nine, ten year old kid, never liking this nonsense that is about to happen right here. <laughs> oh my god i forgot about that yeah like what, what the fuck it's just wait, a... wait wait a minute did he just did he need a rocket to tilt his car up like that could I... he have just tilted the rocket more i guess i don't know <laughs> and now he's driving up the side of a building so that they can give another nod to the old batman the old 60s show Two-Face clearly wasn't planning for that shit. No. <laughs> God, it's so terrible. That's the stupidest. Okay, now get down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How does he get the roof off the car? Or the car off the roof, I should say. Yeah, what's your plan, Batman? 
Oh man, he's inventing Photoshop. Figure something out. <laughs> yeah, what is this right now? <laughs> I'm just gonna say this. I think the Puzzler would actually have been a pretty good name. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I mean, he jokes, but there's essentially characters that are that exist based like this. Yep. <laughs> like the quiz, the quizzer is a, is a the quiz master is a character. Might as well be the Puzzler. Captain Kill might as well be the Punisher. <laughs> this is pretty weird. I never fully understood this scene. Like, I, I always wondered, did he take, like, the suit off of this machine? I guess so. And then just wear it? <laughs> but it doesn't have legs, because why would that thing have legs? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, where did he get the pants? Yeah. Like, why did that machine want him to undress him so much? I don't know. Sultan. <laughs> Oh, this friggin' scene. This is where we meet uh, Drew Barrymore and Debbie Mazar. In this one. Pardon? No, yeah, Drew Barrymore. She plays. Like, this is the closest. Oh, my God. This was the closest we got to uh, Harley Quinn, I guess. But this is another kind of, like, 60s-ish thing. Because in the 60s, the villains always had, like, for each episode, the villains always had a new set of three to four henchmen and it would always be there would always be one scantily clad female yep and that would be helping you know the penguin try to beat batman that week so is he roasting a statue of a boar no i think she's <laughs> well that's probably what they're actually doing it's supposed to be a boar. start knowing grain alcohol jesus <laughs> You want to die, right? That's what you want to do today? But I mean, like, this is the closest we got to Harley Quinn until the Suicide Squad, right? Like, female henchmen? In crazy costumes? Yes, there was uh, Vivica Fox in the next movie. Yes, you're right. She had one line and then was never seen from again. These two at least do stuff like in this film as, you know, ill-conceived as it may be. That was a pretty cool hero shot and Gotta love that hat. I, I would love it if Two Face actually just stabbed him, and he's like, "Oh my god, that hurt really badly. I'm way in over my head." Yeah, like can you imagine if Two Face just shot the Riddler in the face right now? Like, uh, I just hadn't planned for that. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh, like, "I have a riddle for you. I have a riddle for you. Bullet in face. Yeah, dodge this." <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> this scene is daffy. Like, it really is. And then Jim Carrey, this is where he really starts chewing the scenery, this scene. Yeah. Ow? Really? <laughs> well, this is where he, re I mean, he was always... The scene before with the, the Oculus Rift? And <laughs> the Oculus Rift was, yeah, it was pretty bad. But, like, now that he's in full costume, he really, you're getting full Jim Carrey. Although, I kind of like the mask, and I really like the bowler hat. I don't like that he takes it off for, like, I'm pretty sure, like, he wears it just for this scene, and we never see him wear the the hat for the rest of the movie. It doesn't look like he has hair. <laughs> no, he does. You'll see, because I know he takes the hat off in a second, and he has, like, this terrible do. I don't know why they chose to go in this direction, but he, he's got his head buzzed down, and then they dyed it, like, pink. Or, it, I guess it's red, but it looks pink. That's him worth the cane, though. I mean, that's pretty good stuff. So, yeah, that's, yeah. that's straight up pink. But, yeah, glow in the dark pink. <laughs> why are his blenders here, though? I guess he 
brought them. You didn't bring them because he didn't have them. <laughs> he didn't have them when he walked, he walked in the into the room and yeah. walked up and picked up his blenders. Yeah. And now he's ordering around his bitches. Yeah. Is... I mean, not a lot of brand loyalty going on with these ladies. Yeah, this is a weird <laughs> scene. This is like, I don't know. This uh, probably. Like with pink hair and he's got more of it. <laughs> yeah. Probably could have redrafted this scene. I did not like Two Face's suit in this one. I don't understand why they went with this weird. I know. Well, I know why they did it. Joel Schumacher did it, but like beaded steampunk. Like a... <laughs> yeah. Well, it, yeah, it's like half steampunk, kind of like a fleshy, melted thing. It's like he was wearing a leather jacket and got lit on fire, and then was colored on by teenagers. Yeah. Here's some brand loyalty for you. Yeah, Warner Brothers. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, we might sell some VHSs like this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Look at this, Abby. Dad, he referenced, there's an there's a ultra topical reference because he referenced the old, uh, you know, this is your brain, your brain on drugs. drugs. Commercial, yeah. <laughs> like, from yeah, the 90s. Pretty good. <laughs> that chick was like, this is your brain. Now this is your brain on drugs. And she starts frying panning everything in her and this is your life on drugs. Yeah. This is, I don't know. This Who is didn't really... make a parody of that fucking ad? <laughs> yeah. Well, imagine if we had YouTube in 1995 or whenever that ad came out. Oh, man. This is actually kind of a cool scene, though. And, well, the ending is good. Like, the rest of it was pure nonsense and Jim Carrey and whatever. But, like, Two-Face flipping a coin to decide if he's going to team up with the Riddler or not. Like, that's Two-Face. I mean, we never actually see the the result, but, I mean, we don't see him catch the We coin. can imagine. We assume yeah. it worked out because... The here they are the the Look at all the stuff that they had to build for this, like, 10-second scene, though. I love, I love how he smashes the glass yeah. and puts his fist right into it. Like, yeah. right into the big pile of broken glass. Oh, well, I, I think he was holding his gun. I think he I think he uh, pistol-whipped the, the glass. Now, this no, no, is where he, he... Well, he broke the glass with his um, with his cane. Yeah. And then he immediately just puts his fist right into it to pick up the jewelry. But This is the scene right here, though, where we learn that the 37-year-old Robin is... A ninja? Fit, yeah, fit to fight crime because he can ninja his laundry. That's because how. Because of done. the, I don't know about yeah. anyone I else. I literally went that I'm like, yep, ninja I'm a badass. Gave me flashbacks to the Ninja Turtles movie. <laughs> <laughs> this again, though. This like the, the same thing with the diamond thing. Now they're knocking over casino. Look at all of the extras and the set that they had to build for this like ten second scene. Like, how much did this scene cost? And they used ten seconds of it. Although this is classic Jim Carrey here. I always like that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! <laughs> these guys were fun. Like, th these two guys, as insane, and the fact that, like, he's not really playing Two-Face, he's playing the Joker, and... Yeah, that, they, they, just, they just don't care. They're just like, yeah, like, you know what, let's just, you know, yeah. mess the... stuff up. Let's just do whatever yeah. we feel like. At, at the very least... It seems like they're having fun on this set. <laughs> yeah, because you know, if we're not, someone must. <laughs> someone yeah. should be. What could it mean? Yeah, it could, it could be a pawn. 
<laughs> I mean, oh no, did I spoil it? <laughs> That's one of the first, that, that was the one I actually got as a kid. I remember being so proud of myself as a nine-year-old. I was like, pawns, like in chess. <laughs> oh, I play chess, you dumb fucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just screaming out in the theater. <laughs> pawns! I've never fully... <laughs> So that's, I guess, the entrance of that one door, random door off to the side there leads to the entrance of the bad cave. And he asks, you know, uh, what's back there? And he says, Master Wayne's dead wives. And then Dick Grayson has no follow-up questions to him saying <laughs> Master Wayne's dead wives are in there. Well, you know, he is putting a roof over his head. There's there's yeah. some amount of respect. Speaking of steampunk, though, look at this factory that they managed to build in like three days. Yep. And also, I guess he dyed his hair back. Yeah. I just like <laughs> how did they s this is the thing I think I, I joked about this with, with Leapock one day do you know how long it would have taken to bring to actually like get the bring box this to production. yeah to bring the box to production and it seems like they do it over a weekend and then they build this island in the middle of nowhere that is collecting all of these brainwaves in the shape of a giant blender and Batman and the police of Gotham are baffled as to like as to what is going on like it's honestly it seems like they built this over a goddamn weekend I'm also wondering, okay, so they want to figure out who Batman is. But other than that, is there anything that do they're doing that's like bad? It seems they've they've stole well, okay, so they stole a whole bunch of money. Yeah. Whatever. They Let's knocked over a that, casino that and a jewelry part. store. So they use that money to produce scene, an enterprise, a product product that people you know want. And, you know, they they sell it to people and now they're using it to try to Figure out who Batman is. This is the most daredevil shit ever. Yeah, and they're stealing. Yeah, I hate this scene. <laughs> and they're stealing all sorts of. They're stealing brainwaves from people who don't matter, right? Like, I, any yeah, story, do they really think that Batman is going to buy one of these things? Yeah, I just like honestly. Okay, the thing is selling so well. I've been seeking suspicion after like you know, a, if if this went like smoothly. They would just le let them have all the brainwaves for like a couple of months or whatever, and they'd realize they're making so much money they don't care who the Batman is anymore. Yeah. And like, yeah, and they never really explain it, but like, if I'm he was forced to... my way to figure out who Batman is, yeah, yeah. if he was and once to they do figure steal... it out who it's like, I don't even care. I got eight million in my bank account. <laughs> if he was able to steal the brainwaves of someone dumber than him, it's like, like, like. Is there a percentage chart of how much smarter he gets? Like I don't, I don't. Know. I imagine none of it makes returns. sense. Yeah, none of it makes sense. And what is this? Is this her house or is this her office again? What is this? I think his it's house? her office. What I mean, is this? She's like living in a Sistine Chapel. Like, I mean, what is yeah, this? there's no walls like, in this building, this? so I don't know what it is. <laughs> Every room she goes into is made to seduce men. Okay, that's it. I get that would you'd be seduced by that particular nonsense she's got going on in that room i don't know it's got a certain allure to it oh, considering it's... she holds a fan in front of her face all the time oh it's... yeah <laughs> well it's because they're on a set they got someone off the side just blowing her hair just right 
Ah, uh, but even when she's inside, she's kind of got a little bit of a thing going on. Oh man, this is this, is, this whole thing is insane. Oh my goodness! It's all right around I here. The we don't believe in that was in fact, I didn't crayon. even give you my coat. <laughs> in fact, I didn't even give you my coat. Wow. <laughs> Oh, God. Look at all these, like, headshots of Batman. Like, did Batman pose for these shots? Schizophrenic <laughs> diagnosis form, excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what are those? Yo, form B. Oh, wait, but, like, that, like none, of those, none of those were action shots. Yeah, exactly. They were, like, Batman sent them in for, like, their headshots. Like, he's trying to get an acting gig. <laughs> like, what no, was it wasn't, wasn't even... Yeah, it's like it's like not good headshots though. He's like, like showing his acting range. No, See, and that's the thing that works in Spider-Man because Peter Parker's taking pictures of himself mm-hmm. on the way out of the um, of the circus. He went into one of those photo booths. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a couple of them in, like different, slightly different poses, and then here's one of me with a top hat. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> this is funny, Batman. Yeah. Yeah, here's where they really build the Lois Laney type relationship because Bruce Wayne tries to move in on Chase Meridian, and Chase Meridian is obviously attracted to Bruce Wayne, but she's in love with Batman. Love with Batman wants to fuck Batman, and Batman, who as Bruce Wayne doesn't want to give it up as Batman, wants her to like him for him, which is exactly like Lois Lane and Superman, and it's just man. Face a tiger, you just hit the jackpot. Yeah, just it falls fat flat on its ass in this in this thing, and and quite frankly, nobody wants to see Batman trying to get his love interest going on unless it's with Talia. You heard me while I speak into my watch. Yeah, he's got his own Dick Tracy watch here <laughs> with surround sound. <laughs> like he's got it. He he. This is where they came up with the idea for the eye. The eye watch or whatever it's called now. It couldn't be any more obvious unless the watch face was shaped like a bat. A bat, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like the PhD doctor can't put it together. And not only that, but like, he's not exactly being subtle, like on the other car. (laughs) Apparently, Chris O'Donnell on the set of this actually broke, or not broke, but like damaged one of the Batmobiles. Oh, yay, more street gangs, my favorite. Yeah. And they look like the Warriors. <laughs> this is this is like the Warriors. Come dude... out to play! Yeah, that's essentially what this looks like. And they're in the day glow. Wait, wait, wait. I got a couple beer bottles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Batman! <laughs> Ooh. Here's a good representation of the black people in Gotham. Four black girls who I think are all hookers. <laughs> like, yeah, there are three white people in this scene, and one of them is about to be raped. <laughs> yeah. That one's Chris O'Donnell, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chris I just like that. This like it portrays Gotham at night as both like roving tribes of nomads. Yeah, it's like the Warriors, man. Like, Seriously, there is, is no night. This is four thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, exactly. Like, this guy right school. here, the leader of these, is played by Don the Dragon Wilson. 
don't know what that means. Well, he's a, he was a champion kickboxer. He was in tons of movies in the 90s mm-hmm. doing kickboxing stunts. Which would mean something if he didn't have a skull face. Yeah. He's about to treat all these guys like his laundry. <laughs> I love the rave. Yeah. Sticks. I do want one of those nightsticks, though. I want I wanted a bow staff that glows in the dark <laughs> to fight with at night. You know, these criminals were like, you know what? You know what we want is for pe- police to be able to Sorry, find how this did you do that move. <laughs> yeah. Well, the police in Gotham don't do anything. They they, they just they get suicide notes, and they're like, yeah, suicide. Don't need to yeah, investigate they this. They show one. up. You know this looks like, and they go to galas. Yeah. It's like as if Laser Quest was a melee. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what this looks like. Yeah, it's like extreme cosmic bowling. <laughs> that girl looks suspiciously like Alicia Silverstone. I was going to mention that earlier, actually. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, is Alicia Silverstone in this movie? I don't think that was her. But... I don't think so either, but... Because yeah. she didn't look blonde in that last scene, but certainly in the earlier ones. Yeah. Where were all these other guys? Were they just standing <laughs> around watching before? Was that guy wearing a tuxedo? Yeah, he was. Can I say the rent and this place cannot yeah. be high? No. <laughs> No, apparently there's, like, tribal Jedis here. <laughs> but then the bat. Oh, no, he's going to kick all 300 of our asses. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think you could take him. Oh, Batman clearly coming in on the wire again. And then this is weird. Like, watch Batman block. He's not even blocked. Like, he's not even doing anything to stop these punches. If I stand that perfectly guy used still. To be a badass when he's fighting all those guys, but now when he's fighting Batman, he turns into a girl. <laughs> and he blames Batman for the death of his parents when a madman clearly shot at them <laughs> with guns. <laughs> like... Oh, did he? Explain. <laughs> yeah. Well, when he Maybe was. You hit... didn't see earlier in the movie. Remember that one scene where my family died? <laughs> Yeah, it's like, wait, why do you hate Two-Face? When I was a girl. Oh, God, yeah. Very exposition-y, and it's... This is a pretty Captain Exposition scene, though. (laughs) This I always thought was hilarious when he comes out in his sweats. (laughs) Oh, right. Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) Take a shower? Uh, Yeah, I just (laughs) took a shower. It reminds me of Pete Holmes' thing when he's like, I hadn't showered that day. Really seals in the flavor. <laughs> I'm just picturing like uh, Chris O'Donnell pacing back and forth, like fuming, and you hear like the shower running in the background, and Val Kilmer going na 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 Batman, singing in the shower. Oh man, that would be great. You don't know me. <laughs> like, and what kind of line is that? Your family wasn't killed by a maniac. No, my family was killed by a well-adjusted human being. <laughs> like, what does that even mean? This is some bad dialogue in here. And it has no... <laughs> Maybe you forgot who I am. <laughs> I guess, and it has no reverence, again, because Chris O'Donnell is 40 years old in this scene, right? Like, if Batman was trying to... Like, if he was talking to, like, a teenager, it would... Some of it might ring true, but... I don't know, it's strange. Alright, so if you're casting this movie and you're casting age-appropriate Robin, who are you casting? Oh, in 1995, I had no idea. You just 
find some kid. Joshua Jackson. Yeah, maybe. I'm sure you could find someone. There are a lot of talented actors out there, but the thing is that they've, they've got to hire someone who's old enough to actually, like, look good. <laughs> the fuck is that? Okay, never mind. I'm I'm gonna shut up and I wanna just talk about that giant glowing blender in the middle. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) And I guess like this is really weird. This is where he kinda has like his three. (laughs) Somehow giving, you know, chewing the scenery more than Jim Carrey. (laughs) Oh yeah. This scene I always thought was kind of funny when I was a kid where Jim Carrey starts impersonating him like a single white female. <laughs> like he's got wearing the same suit and the same haircut. How is Nigma Tech able to over... Oh, God, no, that makes sense. They're just like... Wait, yeah, overselling? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and <laughs> it's like Nigma Tech is overselling at two to one. That's because it costs eight cents. Yeah, we're not even... We're not even in the same division right like he's making television brain boxes i'm developing you know like everything else everything else (laughs) yeah i'm sure yeah so wayne's dog is worth like 200 (laughs) dollars a piece and enigma is eight cents so it's kind of (laughs) cheap yeah like oh my god what a weird thing to say. Uh, it's so weird. And, and also, they're like, Nigma Tech's taking over Wayne Enterprises. And it's like, what? And they never really, that doesn't really become a thing for the rest of the movie either. Well, and I love that they've apparently built their entire enterprise on something that goes with your TV. Yeah. And it's like, Wayne's just like, you know, I built all the TV. That's, that's not video games, right? Yeah, as well. Maybe that's the, the social commentary they're making. <laughs> I suppose. Like all they could do is call it Nigma Tendo, and it would be. <laughs> <laughs> In this the... fantasy, you have pink hair too. Yeah. <laughs> Puts the glasses on so we can look just like him. I would say, yeah, he's, he's essentially doing a single white female thing where he's going to try to kill him and then take over his identity as if nothing happened. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And again, this whole thing is predicated by the fact that they were able to build all this stuff over a weekend while Batman was worrying about his feelings. I'm Nicole Kidman. I showed up to this gala wearing, again, like lingerie and also leather gloves. Yeah. Yeah, like she's about to dance there. Yeah, like she, yeah, the fast dance moves. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I'm Riddler. (laughs) (laughs) Wearing long gloves. Like like she's about to, (laughs) like she's about to sing jazz in a nightclub. Remember the bad Tusi? Oh, God. This scene as a child never set right with me he's just so handsome girls are just gonna hand him random vials of goo <laughs> well no <laughs> i buy that i don't buy that and this look how cheap this scene looks right here like oh my god um drew barrymore just tricked the batman 
<laughs> okay. Like, <laughs> Drew, Drew Barrymore just outsmarted the world's greatest detective <laughs> who beat Superman in the comic books. <laughs> like, and he was, yep. and he was beat by, he was beat by one of the Charlie's angels. The world at its knees. <laughs> And not only that, but and all thanks to nameless Drew Barrymore's character. Well, she has a name. It's uh, her and Debbie Mazar. Their character names are Sugar and Spice. That's awful. I wish you. <laughs> I had thought you were gonna that. say it was Brew Barrymore or something like. Brew that. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not as bad as Vivica A. Fox is one character or like um, character or she has a character name. He never says it. You only know it because she's credited as this character name, and her name was Miss M I M I S S. B. Dot Haven, Miss B. Haven, that was her name. That is much worse than Sugar and Spice. And there's I Debbie Bazaar and Two Face, who show up for no reason and fuck up their partner's plans. <laughs> like, also like, Two Face. It's like yeah. I didn't get an invite to this party. Yeah, yeah, like the Riddler was technically about to beat the Batman. There, I mean, uh, they don't know he's the Batman, but he's about to beat Bruce Wayne. It's and my other sexy the one with the eyebrows. Yeah, and Two Face randomly shows up and just starts fucking up his own boy's plan, right? Like, also Bruce Wayne just slid down like three stories on a ladder and still has hands. Three stories? That's, I mean, I, they're supposed to be like ten stories up, aren't they? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was at least three stories. Three, stories. Yeah, three yeah, on-screen you're stories. Probably right. Of course, Two Faces a double fister. Yep, it's got to be with two different colored drinks too. You think Two Face would get like the bombs from uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance, with the two components that makes like the resin bombs? The resin bombs, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. It seems up his alley. Nah, he would just drink the resin. You know, this is more Batman. <laughs> oh. like, yeah, this is Batman. The party, and then like a minute later, he comes in. Yeah. And, like, comes in through the skylight with a cool entrance, too. And, and Jim Carrey even acknowledges that, too. But he's like, your entrance is good. His was clearly better. But, like... <laughs> and then this is, again, like, look how terribly choreographed these fights are. Because this is kind of before... And this is in the mid-90s. This is when we were kind of um, doing stuff like, hey, maybe we should hire some of those guys who do the Kung Fu flicks out in China to choreograph some of our fight scenes, right? I don't know if you hear that gunfire, Alfred. Yeah. It's this guy That's again. the knife guy again. Yeah. He and Nina Jones them. Yeah, they do. Yeah, the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Lost Ark. No, Lost Ark. Lost Ark. <laughs> that one henchman's like, I can't beat the Batman. I'm going to hit this random girl. Hey, here's a... Nicole Kim and you two-timing bitch. Here's an extremely <laughs> not Batman moment, as people could be killed any second, and he's stopping to make out with Dr. Chase Viridian. Again, when she's dating Bruce Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't she just shoot him, Two-Face? <laughs> Why doesn't anyone ever shoot him? Yeah, he, but he was, like, staring right at him. Oh, God. Nicole Kidman just wants to fuck that. They all have guns. And now he's shooting. He's firing (laughs) randomly into the air. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I just love the idea that he's like, man, I wish I could have shot him. That wasn't sporting. I would have done like this. Blam, blam. Why is he? How did? Why is he on the roof of this building now? How did he get there? Yeah, and why? (laughs) Like. To jump off of it, mostly. So I guess Holy so we crap, could get this terrible. Ter- that's really high up. So we could get this terrible CG moment of him flying down into a into Chinese lantern. 
Yeah. Another super like, fun oh, happy how slide. Theatrical yeah. he wants to be. Yeah. We're ready for that against all odds. <laughs> it's a good thing they put that there. Probably Batman might have died if he didn't actually yeah. <laughs> just drop things like three yeah. stories of scaffolding. <laughs> oh god. This is actually I always thought this was cool, even though it's impractical because Two Face could have just tried to shoot him upstairs, but this is kind of a cool sequence. It's a shame they didn't uh, put a pointed, pointy stick at the end of that tube. <laughs> yeah, he could have easily just... Well, I guess his armor would have blocked the stick, but yeah, I get what you're saying. You could have put a... a really st- pointy stick. A giant spear or something. This is cool, though, when he runs out of the... Even though the cow wiggle is kind of lame looking, but Batman running out of the fire... So sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> really seals in the take flavor. Away from the really seals in the flavor. <laughs> After hitting them with their strongest electromagnetic waves and EMPs, these succumb to a mere pointed stick. (laughs) Oh, man. Two face. And then, like, why did he leave? Why didn't he go back and try to make sure Batman was dead? I never got that as a kid. Like, I remember thinking, I would have went back and tried to shoot Batman, make sure he's dead. Yeah, it's like, okay, so either you think he's not dead, and then you should stay and make sure he's dead. Or, like, if you're running away, clearly you're trying to get away from him, but he's pinned, like, there's never a better chance to kill him than now, right? Yeah. Like, no no one in the history of Batman ever had a better opportunity to kill Batman than right now when he was piled under all that stuff and could not move. And needed thirty-seven-year-old Chris O'Donnell to pull him out of the the rubble there. Hey, Chris O'Donnell, does that you mean you're a pirate? <laughs> <laughs> Kinda. Does he have it in the? No. Oh, okay. I would have noticed that. <laughs> that's not even like I don't know. That's kind of a dumb thing. Things like a quarter-inch thick. Yeah, that's like super '90s thing though. The, the yeah, well, earrings clearly didn't make it into the Backstreet Boys. No. I guess they're, I don't know, making a statement. But he is our favorite bad boy. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's it's it, it was a statement in the 90s that you were a badass. If you is were, Chris O'Donnell really that short? No, well, that I think it was he, staged specifically to make him look like a 15-year-old. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I think he was also standing on like a lower... Yeah, he's probably actually no, taller than Val Kilmer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Alfred's not a four-foot nothing here. Yeah. Oh, it's like that movie in the one uh, Fast and the Furious movie, uh, the one Fast and the Furious movie with The Rock and Rock and Bizzle, yeah, yeah. where they're <laughs> the staring each other yeah. down. What is this footage he like has? Five two, Rock is like six four. What was that footage of of Doctor Chase Meridian that he had there? It's one of his many shower. <laughs> Did you see that? Was, yeah, like like what is this footage? Like, <laughs> this was her, her her shampoo commercial. Yeah, that's exactly what that. She's got like. the ears to herbal. Yeah, <laughs> maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah, like <laughs> this is glamour shots of Chase Meridian. Like, how come they never used uh, Kiss from a Rose for this scene? I never fully got. Oh yeah, Kiss from a Rose in this movie. Yeah, but yeah, but they only play it in the credits though. Yes. It's not. It's not actually. Oh, so they don't uh, daredevil it with all the evanescence. <laughs> no, but they could have easily used it for this scene, right? As That's Batman nice. sneaks onto the balcony in her impossible apartment. Now, if she's trying to bang this guy, she just doesn't bring the sheet, right? Yeah, 
no, yes, yes. If she wanted to, she would not have brought the sheet, but it, it, this was a PG-13 movie, I think. And a classic. Yeah. <laughs> she still has, like, lipstick Holy on hell. her hair. Like, now, this good. is the least Batman scene. And keep in mind, there's an entire in, in this movie. movie. <laughs> no, the least Batman scene of all time. And keep in mind that there whoa, is... Whoa, whoa. Now, you've gone on the record many times with the let's get nuts scene. <laughs> That's the least Bruce Wayne moment of all time. All this right, is the right. least Batman moment. Yes, the let's get nuts scene is just... <laughs> Redonkulous. But this is the least Batman scene of all time. Batman would not be in Chase Meridian's window trying to get some. He would be out patrolling the streets trying to stop, you know, fuckers from murdering children and raping women. He would not be here. Or, you know, stealing everyone's minds as they're yeah. literally currently doing. Hey, exactly. Hey, you know, every once in a while, Batman needs to get his. I know, but Batman usually gets his from the it's like that. I'm going to go over and have sex with her. I could do it as Bruce Wayne, but I could definitely do it as Batman because that is her particular fetish. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Th- yeah, this is the least Batman scene that has ever existed in the movies. And I'm shocked that neither the least Bruce Wayne moment or the least Batman moment in all of the 90s movies came from. And this is the least Batman moment. Smile. Oh, the bat smile. Like, oh my God. Like, and it's just, it's shocking that the least Bruce Wayne moment and the least Batman moment never. I love that glamour shot again. Yeah. Glamour <laughs> shots of Batman. These nice, like, eight by tens of Batman that they've got for the papers, right? Like, all right, Jim Carrey, you can wear the ones you get for God's sakes. Keep your legs crossed. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Joel Schumacher movie, but let's not get crazy. Yeah. <laughs> We did just, but like, some, yeah, move into some guy's ear though. I'll be interested if they see if we see any uh, below the belt shots of him. Well, I think he gets some later because he definitely he spends like the rest of this out the movie in this onesie. I think he stuffed his onesie. Yeah, this doesn't make sense though, too, because they're like, "What kind of man has bats in his brain?" Like, wouldn't everybody in Gotham have bats in the brain? Because you'd always be like trying to figure out who Batman is. Well, Nicole Kidman. Wait, it's very selective in that way, yeah. yeah. It's like, all right, let's That's find one good. surface thought and steal that one. And Batman's quitting being Batman here, I guess, because he, he can get laid off Nicole Kidman. I just like, finally I found a girl who'll have sex with me. Yeah. <laughs> who yeah, what girl? That, that was the one thing that was keeping him from not being Batman. Finally my parents can rest. <laughs> yeah, and they did it in Nolan's too, right? Because Nolan essentially quit like nolan uh christian yeah, bale yeah, that's right. after his girl gets... up so that he could be together with well, see, uh, yeah that, that one makes more sense because it's like his childhood friend kind of yeah. like a lost love like a, a forever thing yeah. he met this chick like a week ago yeah well and it also made sense because it was like oh and also like maybe the joker will stop terrorizing the city yeah <laughs> killing random like, people yeah Oh my it wasn't it's... just get some. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't just like, <laughs> I have the chance to get some. Like, Don't well, you understand this? That, that two you're 37. Blonde chick. <laughs> you're 37. It's like, you're 37. You should know how awesome it is to try to get laid. <laughs> Maybe I'll tell you when you're older. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> so awful. Man, you're right. Like, 
Nicole Kidman just is perpetually in in black lingerie in this movie. Out front. Is it Halloween? Yeah, yeah it's like, it's if Halloween. you would have told me that she shows up in the last act, one super villain, I would believe you. One lonely pumpkin. <laughs> like, wouldn't it be a huge twist for her to be like this seductive redhead who's in the whole movie, and then suddenly she's poison ivy? <laughs> yeah. Like, whoops, we didn't know that. <laughs> and it would have made more sense that she randomly had access to all the stuff like the bat signal and stuff because, you know, you, she could have said she was mind warping, you know, with her pheromone dust to get all this access. That would make a lot more sense. Yeah, actually, with that in mind, it makes a lot more sense for Poison Ivy and the Riddler to be in a movie together. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of does. They got the same costume scheme. <laughs> They'd have the same color scheme in this one. Call up Joel Shoemaker. Maybe there's still time. <laughs> we can get Bring it, it back. <laughs> Look at that impossible fireplace, guys. <laughs> and like, what a missed opportunity. One of those, one of, shouldn't one of those kids have been dressed up like the Joker? What a missed opportunity that was. Or at least dressed up as Batman. Like, I don't know. Like, so, like if you were a kid in Gotham City, you'd go out as Batman for Halloween. One right? of them was legitimate Danny DeVito. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and <Ooh>. not... <laughs> but like 2010 era Danny DeVito. Oh, that's my trigger. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking Batman. Just oh, crumbles down, starts crying. Joker making a second appearance. And then he sees the Joker kid and just starts stabbing him. <laughs> <laughs> I did always like the score for this bit. This like, doo-doo, doo-doo. I always, I always liked that little thing. I thought it was very uh, in character. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was in keeping with these two guys and the way they kind of well, act. It, in this. It, it, it's a waltz. Oh gosh, right? the scarecrow. Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, it is very waltzy. Bum, bum, bum. It's just, it's just a demonic waltz. It's uh. No one see them. Are they making out? <laughs> yeah, they're just. What are those two guys doing? Yeah, like. But I guess it's Halloween, so they 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 like pay no attention to the guys behind the curtains, but to the grown men. Yeah, to the grown <laughs> with no kids. Yeah, <laughs> who pulled up in a car with other grown men in masks and neon guns? Oh my god! Is Bruce Wayne leaning up against the giant the the six pack abs of that statue? <laughs> Slowly caressing. <laughs> So has Nicole Kidman have had a look on her face other than like her just default pouty lips thing this well, entire movie? She does that. She does concerned pouty lips face, and she does I really want to fuck the guy in the cape face. Those those were her. Are, two. are those really yeah, that which different? Which is basically the same face, but yeah. her mouth is slightly open in the second one. Yeah, <laughs> it's like her eyebrows twitch for to be concerned. And we're back in the Madonna video. Cool, Kidman, lower those eyebrows. <laughs> and the other one. He looks up, signed your childhood. Oh! <laughs> oh. Surprise! This character was also. I love the way they gave the kid the Val Kilmer mole. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> it did. wow <laughs> that's attention to detail oh man that's that the kind type, of uh that's the type of attention to detail you get from joel schumacher i guess so yeah <laughs> oh look at this why do we fall oh, down? his legs broke why do we fall down bruce <laughs> so that we can learn to pick up so we can again. fuck bitches <laughs> <laughs> this bit right here though this is straight out of the dark knight rises which is actually one of the coolest panels in that comic book when you see the the bat coming out of the 
and then that applies to the window away in manner what's this right here? shadow yes yeah, the shadow it casts right here and then this is like it's the most poplet, and it's casting a shadow on him yeah now okay so is there a reason for them to show this other than just to show it yeah i just like usually like when they do a scene like this in a Batman movie, it's because he needs to pull himself back up from some horrible adversity. Yeah, he needs but to... he's about to get a Hummer. Yeah, it's... like <laughs> yeah, this is not have... horrible adversity. Yeah, like she dropped the roses on the floor and he just <laughs> yeah. fell apart. His why is he crying? <laughs> she dropped a flower. Yeah, and it's like, why would you fuck this guy? I mean, I realize he's a good-looking billionaire, so those are probably two pretty good reasons, but. <laughs> And he's Batman, so he's got well, three no, pretty good things. Now, he's shown his vulnerability. That was just a game. Yeah. That was just a game. And then this is where she so realizes I, he's I, Batman because they made out much like... Classic, is the classic Mary Jane? Yeah, they, st- yeah, they, they stole... <laughs> Spider-Man stole that, like, like, like freaking Sam Raimi steals from Batman Forever of all movies, right? And really, Alfred, you can't tell that these are two grown-ass men. Knock the fuck out. This is the worst Alfred. This is the worst Alfred of all time. Alfred would never have done that, right? Yeah. Alfred would agree to take trees with a shotgun in hand. Yeah. This entire This entire scene is kind of okay because it's 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 I mean what they do at the end is dumb and makes no and it makes no sense that like this random stick manages to open the cave to the Batmobile for no reason. Uh, I could explain it away, but I won't. Yeah, it is stupid. Could, yeah, you could, because he had Bruce Wayne's brainwaves, right? So I guess... Oh, the guys. Yeah. <laughs> Jump over. But, like, this is, this is kind of a... You know, like, this is kind of Batman's worst nightmare, right? Just the bad guys coming to Wayne Manor and... Yep. Taking well, over... I mean taking over his shit and, and whatnot. So it's like, it's, it's definitely a worst case scenario for him. Of all yeah, the it's... villains that I am okay with finding their way into the bad cave, Riddler's up there. Yeah. Like, I, I suspect that he could figure it out if he tried. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> Just kick a pumpkin <laughs> at that guy and that knocked him out. <laughs> Essentially. This is definitely going to work. This is the least two-faced moment of all time. Him constantly flipping the coin till he gets the result that he wants. That could not be further from the character of Two-Face. Right, no, he would just flip it once, right? Yeah, he would flip it once and he'd be like, well, that's the way it goes. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, there's the... Uh... The Jim Carrey bulge. So now we've got the bat bulge and the Carrey bulge. <laughs> Not good henchmen. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I did enjoy that shot. Yeah, this bit I always thought was fun. I liked it when I was a kid, but... Yeah, I kind of don't know. I don't. I don't know if you should have the the music reflecting the joke in a Batman movie with the baseball music. I don't know. I just this is kind of crazy though. He just destroys all of the. But like, what they do doesn't make sense because I like at the end of the scene they have a chance to kill Batman and. 
don't, right? Like earlier, earlier we we claimed that they're like like Batman was never easier to kill than there's Jim Carrey just going crazy with the cane though. We we were saying that Batman never was easier to kill than when he was trapped underneath the dirt of that one, you know, construction site when Two-Face buried him there and left him to die. It was actually the second easiest time to kill Batman. I remember actually thinking Batman was dead in that shot when I was a kid. Cause like, he's got that, but I guess the <laughs> bullet just grazed his forehead. Yeah. But like, look how easy it is for Two-Face to kill the Batman right now. And then for, for no reason at all. Like, this makes no sense. Well, you know what, though? It, it kind of does. Because, okay, what have they been doing the entire movie? Like, fucking Having fun. Yes. That's it. Yeah. What's but, more fun than killing the Batman? Yeah. Not killing the Batman, I apparently. Guess, if, yeah. they can, if they can, like, torture him. But, like, Two-Face's whole thing has been, like, I really want to fucking kill this guy. And there he is with a gun to his forehead thinking he's like oh my god this is my this is this is me this is my moment right here this is where i finally kill him and then he just goes no don't do it and it was just like oh god oh, just never sit well with me so does does two-face we barely got a two-face origin story in this does, is the idea that he blames batman for being two-face <laughs> yeah that's because he was in the third row and not the first row if he yeah. was in the first row of that audience chamber, he didn't leave then he fast would have saved enough him yeah, if only uh, Batman were the prosecutor. Yeah. <laughs> Batman attorney at law. <laughs> that, you know, that, that's a movie I would watch. Oh, it's really insane. Like, it's really insane. I'm just picturing that because in order to actually get, like, <laughs> to be an attorney as under the name Batman, he would have to go to law school as Batman. <laughs> yeah, he would. He? And... <laughs> <laughs> right the bar. Yeah, right the bar is Batman. You know what? I would I would if if I ever saw this Riddler couch, I'd probably buy it. Or this jacket. I'd get this jacket. What would you rather have? The jacket or the couch? Uh jacket definitely, because then it could work as both Halloween costume and you could wear it on St. Patrick's Day. You could wear it every day. I'd wear that jacket every day if I had. Jacket because I would put it in my closet and I wouldn't have to look at it. <laughs> Are you saying if you have to choose between the two? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm saying that the uh, the couch would be a constant eyesore. The jacket would only be an occasional. And eyesore. again, Batman, the world's greatest detective, like, doesn't think to follow the light source. And, like, Chief Wiggum, and I realize Ch Chief Wiggum, forget, we essentially Chief <laughs> This is definitely Com Commissioner Gordon <laughs> never thinks to follow the laser or anything. Like, he's not doing anything. He's just standing next to the Batmobile or the Bat signal, hoping that one day. Here's another thing about the uh, pollution theory that the pollution is so bad that they can burn a signal into the air with a laser and not have it consistent. Just be like yeah. one laser beam. This is this bit here when he breaks down all the numbers in the riddles. This is so fucking dumb to figure out. Like it is only slightly less dumb than when in the in the Batman movie from the night in the, the like the Batman movie of uh, like the nineteen sixties Batman movie where they're like C C for Catwoman and stuff like that when, they, <laughs> yeah. when they're figuring out all the they had that one sequence where they're figuring out all the villains that this was, is slightly less dumb. I was going to compare it to um, 
the South Park parody of Jeff Goldblum in Independence Day. That's essentially what it was, right? Yeah. They're just shotgunning things and, and making shit up and drawing terrible conclusions, and that ends up being the answer. Yeah. Yeah, because what was his thing in... Because uh, that was a parody of what he did in... Uh, we'll give it a cold. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? You'll catch a cold, right? Oh, and this is where we get the... Uh, Butt. Oh, bat ass. He's going to zipper up his butt. Something like that. Oh, he's in the silver costume. Of yeah, they put it. This is the closest they came to doing the the silver suit or the blue suit, I guess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I did like that. The that's a good bat, bat shot, actually. Yeah. yeah, and I do like that the bat wing is actually hanging upside down. Yeah, exactly, like a bat. it's a good shot. <laughs> Look at this I like fucking it. suit that Robin's got. <laughs> He just did the exact thing I just did, which is yeah. look immediately at his giant dick. Yeah. Here's another not Batman line where he just goes like, R, what does that stand for? And then he's like, Robin. <laughs> this is so bad. Oh, well, I'll definitely take you with me then. Yeah, and it, like, what a line <laughs> that would Batman would never... Ever he goes like like Robin looks Batman dead in the eyes and says, "I can't promise that I won't kill Two Face." Uh, at which that, point, Batman should point over to the left and go, "Well, there's the bench." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Batman would say, "Well, you're a ride in the pine pony because you are not coming with me." Then you're the first imprisoned. Yeah. Oh, we also get a boat in this. That's yeah, it. this is this is where they're selling toys. Oh yeah, what well, must be the last act? <laughs> Yeah, they're they're selling toys right here because it because you'll notice they like they both like both of their when they get there they all get like like Riddler blows up the uh, <laughs> look at it, like it, this is the most Chief Wiggum moment of all time too here when he's like he's not going shut it down <laughs> this is so bad like why don't you put in some work Commissioner Gordon <laughs> like, he's just sitting there waiting for Batman to do his job. He's like, wait a minute. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> he has to turn his whole body. He has to turn his whole body because this is the 90s and he can't move his neck in He's like, all right, wrap it up, boys. We can go home. <laughs> yeah, Batman's got it. <laughs> well, back to my brownies. Yeah, like that's something they got right in the in the Chris Nolan. Like Chris Nolan got that fucking right, the Batman Commissioner Gordon relationship, whereas in this one he's really just Chief Wiggum. Well, they're they're approaching this giant blender in the sea and Batman's not like, huh Yeah. <laughs> so that's where all those green clouds have been going for weeks. <laughs> oh bad. Get up his number one fan. Yeah. I do like that they're bombing him with what is essentially a game of battleship. That's yeah. really fun. This is it's a toy commercial. This is a big ass toy commercial. Like they're so we're selling How did Battleship pay for this. You sunk my battleship. Yeah. Like they're selling the actual battleship movie. <laughs> oh god, it's so bad. The bat boat, you were on screen for three seconds. Yeah, it was a toy. It was on screen and then I was blown up. So it was so they could sell a toy, honestly. Oh, sure. <laughs> so bad. Oh, they actually did say you sunk my battleship. Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, bad. 
I can't remember. Did they do Did the... he not seriously not have a better eject thing than that? No idea. Oh my god, please. Yes, there are hundreds of Superman, like, yes, like Johnny Quest. <laughs> like it's all lizard sudden... man, lizard man, and a lizard man. It's all of a sudden like Johnny Quest here with the scuba guys. <laughs> no, Archer, put Lana on the phone. There goes the bat wing. I'm a little busy right now as he gets stabbed to the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, he's getting it's shot and his air tube is Harpoon getting cut. Gun. I can't talk right now. Yeah, sorry, Batman. Your authority is not recognized in Ford Kickass. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And if Batman had a sub the whole time, why didn't they just take the sub? <laughs> yeah. Like, this is... Oh, my God. Did they do the rewind thing in the water, or was that Wait in Batman? He has a he's not even using it. No. He just launched himself to Stop punch out. people. And then that grappling hook somehow launched a net out of it? I don't know. I think I brought my net gun. Yeah. <laughs> that was going to drown. Yeah, that was very... Yeah, I brought my drowning gun. Yeah, that was very Adam Westy right there, where he was like, hand me the net gun. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the shark repellent to show up. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is... What's the uh, parody from The Simpsons? The uh, carousel reversal? Yeah, spray. carousel reversal spray. Because uh, the joke... Oh, my God. And then this fucking line right here. That line right there. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> if if the bat smile didn't exist in this movie, that would have been the least Batman line. That would have been the least Batman moment. Oh, that's, that's I, I, I remember. Uh, Robin line, though. Oh yeah, I know. I actually, but, now like, remember. I remember now watching this in the theaters with my mom, and my mom burst out laughing during that. Yeah, and she just like because she watched like the '60s Batman when it was on. Yeah, when she was a kid, and so she just killed herself laughing, and she's like, "That is straight from the show." Yeah. Like, transforming into a space station, something like that. I don't know, but like, it, it, like to to me, like the if if the bat smile didn't exist, the least Batman moment of all time would have been when he goes like, because he goes, "Holy rusted metal, Batman!" and the Batman goes, "Huh?" <laughs> it's like <laughs> Batman would never go, "Huh?" <laughs> I don't know. And okay, so let let's say you have Batman from the comic books and Robin from the 1960s TV show. Yeah. I think there would be some haws going on. Well, yeah, but his haw was more like, a, huh? I don't understand what you're talking about. Batman always understands what people are talking about. <laughs> right? Like, because he was just like, huh? Yeah. He understands the importance of silence. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He would be like, huh? <laughs> Explain how. Oh, God, look how plastic and set-looking these rocks are. You know something that always bugged me about this is when he goes in, he's like, this is for my mother, and this is for my brother, and this is yeah. my father, and this is for me. That whole thing, the the one that's for him seems to be the biggest hit. Yeah. And I was like, seriously, that's how little you respect your mother is you just gave him, like, a little, like, half jab? Yeah. <laughs> and then, he, speaking of the 60s, Batman, here we are in a death trap. <laughs> But how fast is it moving? Yeah, I, just, I don't know. But this is actually, like, it's it's a real, like, same bad time, same bad channel <laughs> moment, right? Like, With many holes also, those holes are gigantic. Yeah. It's moving very slow. Yeah, bad holes big enough, big enough for him to crawl. Yeah, he doesn't need to do what he's about to do, which is, like, he uses, like, a blowtorch or something he's got attached to his wrist to, like, disconnect the chain to destroy it. I mean, he could just as easily have, like, 
Uh, ignored it. <laughs> ignored it and went through those giant body-sized holes. <laughs> exactly. Positioned himself to be in one of the, like, 80% of the space that he could safely stand in. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, look how big... Th- he can easily climb through that! Yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess Batman's thing is, I gotta make sure this death trap can't be used on anybody else. <laughs> like, or I guess maybe he's like, this will get me up there faster. <laughs> Because once I defeat the Riddler, they're going to turn this into a tourist attraction. Yeah. Maybe he's thinking, <laughs> I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to help out the next superhero that yeah. gets caught in this. Unless it's soups. <laughs> I'm going to break it so no one else gets caught in this trap again. And this is always weird to me here. Oh, like, we just pop him through the floor. Yeah, he just pops through the floor <laughs> and like, the, the Riddler does the cliched chair turn. <laughs> like he's been waiting the entire yeah. time. Now I'm bedazzled. Yeah, and, and this the costume change. This is just ridiculous. <laughs> Whose idea was it to put him in this? Oh, uh, he's so beautiful though. It's so dumb though. Like this is the this is the climax of the movie, and Jim Carrey is in a sparkly white rhinestone jumpsuit. Yeah, man, you can get this diamond cream. Millions of fucking diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> it is essentially what it's like. Oh. We're coming in for a landing on this movie. Oh, he's got the... No. Yeah, he's got the one dot for the question <laughs> on the side of his face. God damn it. <laughs> somehow Two-Face, or somehow Tommy Lee Jones in that pink, like, makeup is not the most ridiculous looking person in this scene. Oh, there are so many existing Riddler costumes, but like, no, what can we do to just make it extra fabulous? Yeah, not only that, but like... Okay, let's say Riddler does a side thing and uh, also becomes a stripper. Yeah, this is... That's actually, yeah, or if he was, like, running Studio 54, like, this is what he would wear. Hey, his hair grew, like, eight yeah. inches since the last time we saw him. Maybe yeah. this movie actually takes place over a span of, like, two years. I oh, no, I got it. This is the crossover between Batman and Zoolander. <laughs> yeah, it is very Zoolander-ish, isn't it? Mugatu! <laughs> so... Oh, yeah, that woman. <laughs> was it Spider-Man stole from this movie? And we have to assume that Zoolander stole from this movie, too, with that fucking hairdo, right? <laughs> I don't think there's a patent on that horrible hairdo. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> hey, Robin, <laughs> will you give me head? The- no! They also, All right, then. My choice is made. They also didn't take away Robin's utility belt, so there should be no reason he can't easily escape from this plastic tube that he's in right now. <laughs> what the hell is this? Some kind of tube? Yeah. yeah. Robin, this is your first test. I'm going to save my girlfriend. You better save yourself. <laughs> well, that's essentially what happens, like, well, right? Of course that's what happens. Yeah. Robin has agency. Exactly. <laughs> the other person has been kidnapped. <laughs> Not only that, but like he got himself into this. Yeah, the physics of what's about to happen that make absolutely no sense. But oh, I, I can't wait. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I don't even remember what happens, and I'm so goddamn excited. Yeah, it's just well, we still got to go through this nonsense here of because Batman asked him, and it, like, oh, he said death trap. I forgot about that. <laughs> Fucking Drew Barrymore. Thank God in heaven. 
She is cute in this movie, though. Yeah, she's technically the smartest one, too, because she, she tricked Batman earlier and figured out his identity for the Riddler. Technically, <laughs> she's the one who figured out his identity, right? She might be the real supervillain in this yeah. whole she she's Talia in this one. Like at the end, like when when Marion Cotillard turned out to be Talia the whole time, she's just gonna shiv Batman and be like, "I I was the bad guy the whole time." Where's the trigger? Yeah, this is so dumb though. So like, all Batman had to do was chuck a batarang at this thing. Why did he wait and talk to him? Why didn't he just do it right? Like. He just because he was monologuing. Why not? Yeah, I know. I guess, but why wouldn't he wait? Clearly, nothing happened. But that was all he had to do. There was no reason to listen to. But clearly, there was no rush either. Yeah, <laughs> I guess there's no sense of urgency. Oh no, um, my eyes oh, no. What is going yeah. on? This is now? where they ran what? out of money. This is their skeletons in episode ten of season four of Game of Thrones, where they clearly were just like, because it looks like Bill and Ted, <laughs> like. Yep. Riddler had to go back to his home planet. Oh, save oh. butt. Yeah. Stunt lady butt. That's, I assume that's stunt lady ass, not Nicole Kidman's ass. Is this a Gwen Stacy moment? <laughs> it sort of is, but like the Did physics... Spider-Man 2 steal this? Yeah. The physics of this make no sense. Cause like because he falls... she lives. Spoiler oh alert! <laughs> yeah, th- like this would make sense, but then he keeps falling and somehow catches up to Robin. I mean, it would have made sense if, like... Robin was trying to stop his fall in any way. Yeah, no, it, it makes no sense, because like, Batman, like, catches up to Robin and saves him. I mean, it would have made more sense if, like, Robin shot something to Batman, right? Because then, like, if he shot his grappling hook to Batman, and Batman grabbed it and was able to... Yeah, I mean, there's a whole net velocity thing that it doesn't make sense. Listen, yeah. <laughs> smarter people than us have probably dissected them. Yeah, I... I... I don't know. It's just I, I'm just saying the physics of it make no sense. Although I did like saying, that. Like, if you're like, Robin in that situation, I don't care if your hands are tied up. Yeah. You rotate yourself to spread eagle. <laughs> yeah. You get as much air resistance on yourself as you can. And this I never got as a, as a kid. I never got this either. So they just fell like how many stories? And Two Face is just now here. Here I am. <laughs> wow, that was some sloppy fucking editing. Yeah. <laughs> and there was like no door or anything for him to walk oh through. God, there was there was just no cut. He just he has magical teleporting yeah. power. This I always thought was cool because Batman actually did this in one of my favorite episodes of the animated series. This is how he beat uh Two Face. Now he yeah, never, yeah, I remember this. He never ended up killing him, but fucking magnets. No, it made no it made no sense in this one because Batman like just keeps a roll of quarters in his pocket, I guess to for whatever reason. I mean, once it works one time, you might as well. Yeah, but in like in the animated so Donald, I'm so hard right now. Yeah, in the animated series. <laughs> oh no, I'm deeply broken. <laughs> Batman technically just killed the killed Two-Face there, wouldn't he? Like he could have He could have saved him falling, right? <laughs> like I mean, I guess his thing is he he says I just threw coins. Riddler or Two Face chose to jump after him or whatever, right? Yeah, that was a classic uh, Nolan Batman thing. I'm not yeah. going to kill you, but I don't have to save you. <laughs> exactly right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the brain waves turned him into the turned him into chunk. Yeah, turned him into sloth. Because they chunk turned him into sloth from freaking Goonies. Oh my god. <laughs> Batman, whatever you do, 
Do not give that guy a puppy. Yeah. Like, it... it... <laughs> the rabbit. He's <laughs> yeah. it... a pretty puppy. <laughs> I'm going to pet him and love him and call him George. <laughs> that's another nice Warner Brothers reference. Good product placement, Mike. Wow, that's a... Uh... <laughs> As a of mice and men reference, but okay. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. If you want to go into the into the actual, uh, well, now this was insane because this was the first time we see Arkham Asylum in movie history, and I I remember this just freaking out at this because this doctor is called Doctor Burton, and he's got Tim Burton's haircut. I was gonna say yeah. Tim Burton haircut. Yeah, and they named him Doc. Yeah, Doctor Burton. Now it sucks that we didn't get any kind of walk by. Like, Chase Meridian is going through a, a bunch of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The high security. Yeah. And we didn't get a walk-by, and it could have... Or, like, even, like, a friggin' panel on a door or something that says, like, Killer... Or even, so like, hell, I, I would have taken, like, like like you know, Killer Croc or friggin' Maxi Zeus or someone lame like that. Just, you know, throw us a bone. Throw, like, throw the Uber fans a bone, right? They, Although, they barely acknowledge an expanded universe in this era, though. That's <laughs> true. Uh, so I guess I should be... But they Happy didn't that. acknowledge uh, Metropolis in this movie, so they may as well acknowledge yeah. other Batman villains. Well, they could have done like ones from the past, like they could have done Joker or something like that. But I mean, they they would do a fucking Maxi Zeus. <laughs> well, I just I like I, I just said I would have taken Maxi Zeus. Oh, sure you would have, but they wouldn't have done it. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what? I I, I, I am not a, a knowledgeable, like super knowledgeable, but I have no idea who Maxi Zeus is. That's yeah. right, you don't, and you shouldn't. <laughs> Uh, essentially, Maxi Zeus is a guy who gets hit in the head, and he thinks he's actually Zeus, <laughs> and he's a billionaire like Bruce Wayne and stuff, so he can build his company around Zeus. And de- <laughs> yeah, depending on who's telling. Oh, that, that sounds vaguely familiar, and I remember. <laughs> well, they did I actually in- remember. I, you know that that actually sounds familiar, and I remember seeing it being like that's fucking retarded. Well, they did it in the. <laughs> this is the worst goddamn villain ever. They go crazy. <laughs> they did it in the '60s though. With they had this, it was the exact same plot line where a guy gets hit in the hit in the head. But instead of Zeus, it was King Tut in the '60s because Batman would always fight King Tut, and he had like the Egyptian Pharaoh theme. Again, these two, anytime these two are on screen, is terrible. And then there's no reason why Chase Meridian shouldn't be in Batman and Robin. <laughs> Although I guess at the end of every this movie always follows a trope because at the end of every at the end of Batman and Batman Returns, they both ended with Batman getting into a car or near a car with Alfred, and there would be a lady with them, or they would be talking about a lady. Yeah, but at least they did it with Bates. I remember at least in in uh, I think Batman Batman Returns, they do mention that they broke up. Well, also Catwoman, he thought she was dead at the end of. But she and I think not. in uh, Batman and Robin, he, like, dumped her in the pursuit of Poison Ivy. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he dumped, uh, what's-her-face? Elle McPherson. Who was yeah, like, yeah. But, I mean, like, the end of the first one, he was still with, uh, uh, what's-her-face? Uh, uh, Kim Basinger, right? Vicky Vale. Kim Basinger was playing Vicky Vale, and at the end, they were still and Vicky Vale is just no longer... Is this U2? Oh, this is U2. It's too much to hope for a scene at the end there where Val Kilmer turns to Chris O'Donnell and says, you can be my wingman any day. <laughs> <laughs> you can be my wingman anytime. Oh, <laughs> You're dangerous. So there we I, are. I, I haven't seen this movie in easily... 
Bob Kane fifteen years and oh. So what do you what do you say about this one? Because I mean, like, honestly, it, like like it's it's about I, Batman. Uh, like, that editing. That's that's what I have to say. That editing. It's hard to judge things at yeah. this level, but it was bad. It was. Oh man, I don't know. It, to me, it was. There are so many cuts where this yeah. made no sense. Yeah. It's like, like it's okay. So the two that really stood out where they save Batman jumps down and he saves the two of them, and then all of a sudden they're easily, you know, 50, 60 meters up, and then two faces there. For- yeah, that's that was some some terrible, terrible. They, they, yeah, they, there was some bad editing. There's a lot of bad editing. I would say the editors did the worst job on this one specifically because they also need like, you know, you needed a better editor to maybe rein in Jim Carrey, I think, you know, cause a few of the scenes where he's, he's chewing the scenery, get on a little bit long. You know what though? Overall, I would say I, I do like Jim Carrey in this movie. Yeah. He's a lot of fun. I mean, they, he does do the, uh, old Frank Gorshin 60s version of the Riddler as opposed to like uh, the guy we have now um, where the Riddler is like, you know, the obsessed psychotic who just has to beat Batman. And he's kind of, he's part um, Riddler guy, part saw. Cause he puts people in like, you know, crazy. Ooh, we're getting ahead of uh seal here. Kiss from a rose. My jam. Such a good song. Oh my god. This was the most successful thing to come out of this movie. <laughs> was that may for... actually be true. Yeah. Jim Carrey went downhill after this. Well, actually Nicole Kidman wins an Oscar. After say, Nicole Kidman came after this, yeah. Yeah, she she wins an Oscar after this. <laughs> Drew Barrymore. <laughs> Although I do have to say the uh the biggest seal burn is in Thirty Rock. I think it's the first episode where he's going through the uh uh, the pictures of faces that he's supposed to remember, and he's like Heidi Klum, the guy who sleeps with Heidi Klum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, this is the human color wheel. It goes all the way from seal to seal's teeth. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh man. Um, I don't know. What do you guys rate this movie? I like it. I like. It's, I like. It's, it's bad, but I, I I still like it. Is watchable other than the scenes with him and Nicole Kidman where it slows to a complete crawl. It's it's watchable. I mean, it's not great. There's some non Batman moments, but I, I actually have I have a comment that I thought of halfway through, and I wanted to wait to the end about the Noel Kidman character and Nicole Kidman side. Um, Doctor Chase Meridian. <laughs> yeah. Nicole okay, Kidman, so the character honest. is obviously nothing. Like the character has zero attributes whatsoever zero defining attributes um and when you're given a garbage character like that as an actor i feel like you have to actually try to do something um to make yourself stand out because they the character has like nothing to do so you have to do something special she did literally nothing with it yeah th- part of that is they didn't give her anything either right yeah, like... but you don't have to be given something like okay Think of uh, possibly my favorite movie, The Usual Suspects. Yeah. Um, 
uh, what's his name's character? The uh, Benicio del Toro. Mm-hmm. His character in that movie. Uh, he has zero. He has he has nothing. Like if you look at the actual character, there's nothing there that defines him as a character. And Benicio del Toro knew that. So he showed up the first day and started doing that ridiculous voice. Like, I assume you two have seen the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he shows up, and then they're like, and he gives him these lines. He's like, yo, man, yeah, he'll flip you. What? He'll flip you. He'll flip you for real. And he just steals, like, every scene that he's in. (laughs) Because he was just like, I don't want to be forgotten in this movie. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, but you're also, in this scenario, you're also comparing Benicio Del Toro, one of the most charismatic actors on planet Earth, to, you know, Nicole Kidman playing Chase Meridian in (laughs) Batman Forever. (laughs) I was going to say that it's uh, impossible to stand out when uh, everyone else is chewing every scene. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, when you're the fifth most charismatic actor in the movie, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, with everyone, like, like Gossip Gertie was 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 blowing her off the screen and the one with like well yeah like, i mean you've got, are you yesterday's news bruce <laughs> you've got, you got gossip gertie you got tommy lee jones and jim carrey you yeah. even got chris o'donnell like you know just overreacting in every scene that he's in <laughs> yeah. and michael go okay, so maybe maybe you don't have anything like anything like you know maybe interesting but just do something yeah maybe i don't know but like nicole kidman was basically brought in to be it's like we okay there's going to be women in this movie and we'll put them all in lingerie basically because there's three women in the entire film other than gossip dirty and all of them wear lingerie at some yeah, point we can so, see yeah. the tops of their boobs for literally every single scene. yeah it's not you know i wouldn't if i wouldn't uh you know, you can clearly tell that Schumacher's heart wasn't in developing strong female characters for this particular <laughs> movie, right? Like, like that was not a high priority for Joel Schumacher. It was... Oh, man. Yeah, I would not be surprised to find out that Joel Schumacher is bisexual. Well, I, isn't he gay? I think I, I, thought, I thought Schumacher. Yeah, I think Schumacher's I, gay. I, I, you know, after watching that, I'd say I'd be surprised that if he was. I'm ninety percent certain that Joel. <laughs> I'm ninety five percent certain that Joel Schumacher is gay. Well, this isn't the conversation we need to. <laughs> I'm sorry for bringing it up. No, I just I don't know. I don't want to put the guy in blast or anything like that. But well, of course not. Know, just, We're not I'm doing saying, that. This is not yeah, a conversation thanks. we need. To... <laughs> no, it's not. And I'm not fact checking my stuff and. I don't care to. I mean, I'll fact check that one later when I'm not recording the podcast to be like, was well, I right? Uh, so just for fun, I, I I typed in is Joel Schumacher into Google to see what the first thing is, and it, the first the first hit is is Joel Schumacher dead? Oh yeah. Oh, well, well that's, that's what happens for most people. I was gonna say yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be one of the two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh boy, um, this podcast is taking a dark turn. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> It's taking a dark turn forever. Um, so what's your overall grade on Batman Forever, the 20-year anniversary, 20 years later of this Schumacherian masterpiece? What do you got, Kevin Miller? Um, I came with a special ranking for this one. Yeah. Because I can only compare it to a similar movie. So I'm going to call it Batman and Robin 0. 0.5. <laughs> Batman and Robin 0. 0.5. It's, it's 0. 0.5 times greater. <laughs> well, he, he managed to find... Wait, yeah, does that mean it's better than Batman and Robin? Or yep. worse? Oh, it's yeah, definitely it's, it than means Batman. that it, if Batman and Robin is 1, then this is 1. 1.5. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you, what are you giving uh, Batman Forever there, <laughs> Mike Meepluck? I'm giving it a perfectly watchable in a campy, horrible kind of way out oh. of something better 
Well, I think this and um, the most watchable is actual films. I know film's kind of a strong word to describe these movies. Are this one and the first one, although the first one, the 1989 Batman by Tim Burton, is really slow. It's tough to watch in 2015. Yeah, this movie was at least fun. And yeah. I, I couldn't stand Uma Thurman in Batman. <laughs> oh, well. As much as I loved Arnie for chewing the scenery the way that he did. and He's really bad. Always never not giving a pun. Yeah. I, I just can't stand Uma Thurman always striking a pose. and It's not her fault. She doesn't know, right? Like she didn't well, I, know. I understand that. Yeah. But she I didn't mean, know anything about comic books, and Uma Thurman didn't read the freaking Batman. Like, she didn't read Batman comic books. She had no idea what that character was supposed to be. I don't think any of these actors did. Let's be clear. No. Well, uh, what's her face? Alicia Silverstone, in an interview, admitted that she didn't even know Batgirl was a thing. She didn't. Oh, she had no idea Batgirl was even a character. And oh, she, Yeah, like... So that lets you know where everybody's head was in. And here she is making out with Chris O'Donnell in this movie. She's. <laughs> yeah, and like, ah, oh, she's so bad. Um, I am going to give Batman Forever. What am I going to give Batman Forever? Um, I think I'll give it a six. Uh, you know what? I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it. Two Dayglow paint cans out of five. Two and a half. Two and a half Dayglow paint cans out of five. That's well, what I'm going to got the half can. Yeah, they're getting a half can of Dayglow. Put the lid back on. There's yeah. sometimes a skin on top, but it's still yeah. good. John the Dragon John the Dragon Wilson used the other half of the, uh, the Dayglow can. <laughs> so, yeah, he he painted his skull on his face. He all the paint off of him, and it made him <laughs> for a half can. Paint his skull on his face. I think, uh, actually, if, you, if you're going to rank it out of ten, though, a six is a perfectly good... Thing. Yeah, like six is perfectly good. good rating. It's it's fair. It's yeah. watchable. You, no one will call it good. No, but no, it's not yeah. good. But it's certainly fun. Yeah, yeah, and there's like if you were if if we were watching this, we could skip. Like if you were to you know watch particular scenes, we'd skip over any of the like Chase Meridian scenes, right, and just get to Batman kind of doing stuff. Yeah, and you and I watched Batman and Robin recently, Matt. Yeah. I mean, at no point during this movie did I ever cringe and look away from the screen. <laughs> yeah. And like so Batman, at least there's that. Yeah, and, and this one's about Batman. Like, if you watch the first two of this era, this was the first Batman movie. It was the third one, keep in mind. It was the first one to be about Batman. Like, we follow Batman's journey in this one. Now, part of it is dumb because Batman gets to have sex for the first time apparently and decides to quit being the Batman because he might get laid. <laughs> you know, something <laughs> that <laughs> one of the more didn't want to keep hitting that, but they were never quite clear on that in this movie. Classic Yoko Ono. <laughs> yeah, like she kinda yo what it wasn't even really Yoko because she wasn't no. forcing him to quit being Not Batman. At all. Just like, you know, I'm gonna get laid and quit being Batman. <laughs> like uh but like the first two Burton ones that came before this were about the villains, right? Like, like you really fo like they don't really focus on Batman, especially in the first one because you could really tell that sh um, Burton that his favorite part of that was the Joker because the Joker gets all the best lines and scenes in that movie. Oh sure. And uh, now part of that was also was Jack Nicholson, of course. And but because but he does the same thing in the uh, Batman Returns because Catwoman and Penguin, man, they are all over that film like there's batman is barely in batman returns like batman does not really return until like the first till an hour and a half into batman returns it's crazy but in batman forever you know we we, we follow batman now some of it's lame because we're watching him you know take freaking 
visit a psychiatrist or a whatever the hell fucking Dr. Chase Meridian was supposed to be. <laughs> oh, God. Every time you say that name, I think it's fake. It is, it is so bad. And like, but it, Chase Meridian. There's tons of, about that. Thing. And there's tons of Batman names of girls that Batman has dated and stuff. Then you could have easily just used what you could have easily like gone from the rich tapestry of what at the time would have been close to 50 years of Batman, like 50 plus years of Batman comics at the time. You could have pulled one female character name right instead they're like no get me chase meridian <laughs> oh it's insane yep. half soap opera half indiana jones yeah it was it was very yeah there's a character named chase meridian i could see wearing like a khaki shirt <laughs> oh so and, bad. And, in in deepest serengeti <laughs> darkest africa <laughs> oh man so this is fun. I really enjoyed it. I always like when we do these little commentary tracks. I like it for, for, for Batman Forever. It was a lot... Uh, I feel like that one was a lot easier to keep going because we know more about Batman and we could make fun of, oh, this is not Batman. <laughs> like, but uh, I had a great time and I want to thank you guys for coming out and doing this commentary with me on this, the 20th anniversary of Batman Forever. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. Have a good time. Thanks. Thanks again for coming out, guys. <laughs>